when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. So yeah, the thing with the with Dragon Quest Builders too is that the uh, the guy. So in the world of Dragon Quest Builders, you're the only one who knows how to build things. That's like your that's your superpower. It's oh. like you know how to build, how to like design and build things. Right, but like this is also like other people can't do logging. They can't stack. They can bricks. do logging. They can stack bricks, but they can't build things. Which like is an archi- like architect is. Yeah, is it's like, like I can build a room. Okay. And I think I actually think in Dragon Quest Builders two it gets to the point. This is the thing I didn't put enough time into it. Yeah. But in Dragon Quest Builders two, you eventually hit a point where you can teach other people to build stuff. Oh. But your partner, you have like a, a co-op companion who you, you I think a co-op player can take control of them. I don't. I never tried it. I don't remember if that's actually true or not. But there is another person who's with you. Who is very cl- clearly the reincarnated god of death and destruction? Oh, and he can only destroy things. And so there's oh. like a there's like a not a will they or won't they, but like you know, <laughs> are they are they diametrically opposed? Or is is he a rival or a friend? You always have to like hold him back from hurting people and etc. I never I didn't finish playing it. It's on my list. Did you see this stuff about the Netflix show Messiah today? Oh, um, I didn't. Was there new shit? I saw the trailer. No, we did. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I retweeted it. Okay. Um, also, welcome so, to day two wait, of Game which, of the Year. Which Sam is that? Samothies? Samothies. Right. Sam, no, uh, the one who could only. The, do, bil- the builder bil- is Samothies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. Um, <laughs> they took that from me. Spoilers yeah. for the upcoming Netflix show, Messiah. It's a, it's a show and not it's like a. It's a TV series about. Okay. Um, it's the Messiah has returned, yeah. and then there's like this, you know, the people are question, questioning, like, what are your motives? What are what are you, you were in to? Syria, like, and then you were in Israel, and then yeah, you were yeah, in yeah, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you get looks, around, don't it looks, you? Looks goofy as hell. So, um, so this this tweet uh, from uh, Frank Ocean Hafiz. Oh, uh, anyway, crying at the fact that Muslims figured out the twist ending to the Netflix Messiah show because they literally named the character Dajjal, I believe that's so. Uh, ah. Then this pulls in a screenshot from the Wikipedia entry. One user was blocked on both the official Twitter accounts of Messiah and Netflix for spoiling the twist ending where the character that the official trailer attempts to portray as and suggests is Jesus is actually the Antichrist trying to trick people. This was predicted due to Netflix revealing the character being played by uh, uh, Mehdi Debi uh, uh, being named Al-Messiah Dajjal, which translates to the Antichrist or false messiah in Arabic and refers to the Islamic prophecy of the Antichrist preparing to the Messiah to trick people into following the devil. (laughs) So they named the character. Like, <laughs> I think if someone put it later, it's like, it's like in your movie, they like Shooter McShooter or like right, Villain McVillain right, yeah. and then just uh-huh. blocking people who are assuming no one knows. Uh, I'll note that I had this spoiled for me before you could finish the story because I went to the Wikipedia page just to see 
what the what was who, who's in that? And it literally is like Medi Debi as Al Masi uh, Ad Dajjal, the Antichrist, the one eyed liar, the imposter. Oh, so now people are just deceiver. fucking with the Wikipedia. Yep. Page. That's so yep. good. Yeah. So it's just out here. The way to respond to that is to block people. Um, oh. Just that just won't double. Just uh, double. It definitely <laughs> won't. Yeah. Blow I, up in your fucking face. <clears throat> I really wish Homeland had come out in a more peak era for social media. Like, just imagine if, like, modern Twitter dealt with the whole Abu Nazir. I never got around to Homeland. Is it, was it? It, so the premise, right, is what if Dick Winters got kidnapped by the Taliban and radicalized by the shit that he sees being perpetrated by the U.S. in Afghanistan. And then he's rescued and comes back a war hero. But, has he been radicalized? Right. Like, and Ooh. one CIA agent is convinced that he has been. But turns out, yes, actually, he is. He is like, he is a war hero. He's running for office, and he is still loyal to Abu Nazir. Okay, who is like this mastermind terrorist uh, pulled straight from Twenty Four. But all that's the tension, in, like the first season, and then like they fail to stop him getting elected. He's elected to Congress. And, well, the, like, the the first season like cops out on its like what could have been like a so like I believe the first season ends with him having uh, he's strapping on a suicide bomber vest and then like getting into an area where like in a sensitive area where like the president or whoever like high level officials and it's like like one version of the show ends is like yeah and then he goes and fucking performs the act instead of the show is like we'd love to be multi seasons we're gonna drag this out and so. It turns into uh, Abu Nazir keeps giving him increasingly bizarre missions just to like <laughs> cuz now what the show's primarily interested in is the affair he's having with the CIA agent yep. and like her career and all this. Um but it's got to be like oh but don't worry the premise is still cooking. It's still good. It's only a little airborne. God. Uh it you know he's he's still he's loyal to He's right out of the show at some point. I watched it up until he got out of the show, and then I was just like, "This." I mean, it was bad before that, but I was like, "I have tr- to go I, be Bobby Billions." Yeah, but uh, yeah. So like, it increasingly turns into you must demonstrate your loyalty to Abu Nazir by, and then do something completely random and pointless. And the show was just Collect like seven skittles. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was starting to do like weird shit, like run errands for Al Qaeda in America or something, just to like prove that like he still yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. you must. Go and pick up the dry cleaning of the, you know, of, of the uh, of the martyr so and so, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. I'll take the day off from Congress. So I after the after the Messiah trailer hit, I saw someone. Uh, I want to say it was Alex Hearn. Who is Alex still at the Guardian? I feel like Alex is still at the Guardian. Disgraced Peloton husband speaks out. Oh my god, fuck <laughs> off! Uh, he was like, I can't believe they're making a, a remake of the Second Coming or. or you made some joke about that. I was like, I don't know really what the second coming is. And it is a British TV show starring Christopher Eccleston uh, and directed, mm. written and directed by uh, Russell T. Davies, right? And so this is before mm. Davies takes over Doctor Who and brings in Eccleston. This is like from the early 2000s. Uh, and that is – I just need everyone to take a moment and go read the second coming Wikipedia uh, summary for that show. It was a miniseries. Or it was a two-part special about basically – a video store employee learning that that he was the second coming of Christ. Uh, and it it goes to a place that is very surprising in terms like I felt high reading this. 
thing, I felt like I missed a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you ever read a uh-huh. summary of everything? Like what? Where did I miss a paragraph? And that happened to me like four times. So people should go read the Second Coming TV serial uh, okay. Wikipedia page. I'm going to. All right. Day two. Yep. Welcome. Or day question mark. We don't yeah, know when these are coming yeah. out of our Game of the Year coverage here at Waypoint Radio. Second day of Game of the Year. Yeah, that's true. It's the second part of Game of the Year discussion. That's true, no matter what. Yep. Uh, let's go back to lists. Let's go back to – I know you still have your, your calendar in front of you. Yeah. But I want to know, is there anything else that, that like is a big one that we haven't hit yet that maybe hits a couple of us at, in the room? It, like in the early part of the year? Yeah. Mm, let's see. I'm trying to look through. Are you still, uh, you're just still going through by? Well, I have, I have, my list is chronological in the sense right. that I've, that's right. how I've added them. Um, uh, there's not really one on here that. Because there was a bit of a, of a, we were kind of all like doing two, our own thing. Yeah, like there's a long time before. Yeah, like, let's be clear. We're not going after every release. We're not talking about every release because otherwise we would have to talk about Rage 2 being disappointing we would have to talk about like we on this list it seems like it goes not until like control. none of us talked about division two no none of, or, or, i'm guessing it's not on devil may cry five a list. game i fucking loved is great will be on my top 10 okay play devil may cry 5. we're not going to talk about it no okay uh, uh life is strange the, two which yeah. is y'all finish that no, no i have to watch four i have to play episodes four and five because I'm, inter- I'm interviewing the creators next wednesday Ooh, so <laughs> uh but i really liked it gita jackson Ektaku wrote uh a piece Saying it like totally fucking sticks the landing no, is incredible. I'm so, glad. and I told her recently that it's like, hey, I have to play four or five real quick because I got to interview them on Wednesday. She's like, good fucking luck. Like, <laughs> oh boy. So I have fun with that. Um, oh, great. So, Generation Zero, I think Kato, Rob, and I had one really nice night with that yeah, game. That was fun. And then that was that may have it. been the, all that game we had. Yeah. Yeah. Was. yeah. It was a first person shooter post apocalypse, very Fight Simon Stalinhawk, Fights and Robots, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at this list. You know what was great this year? Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of mine, like Cuphead. That was a great game. Right, like, like, fucked up art, thing. but like loved playing that game. Yeah, this is the thing that's like we. I can't put Dark Arisen on my. I could on my personal list. I could. I did play that game again. That's like a, that's like a that's like a number ten slot. It, like, hey, it would what's up? be, but like that feels like a I'm or ten plus. It. I did that one last it's year. A it's a ten plus. It's like, hey, I just want to talk about this for a yeah, paragraph. Yeah, a week or a year where I didn't have things I wanted to reward. I would I would probably put it on. Uh, <clears throat> came out late enough last year that I'm more considering it for this year. Mutant Year Zero. Mutant Year Zero. Great game. Um, Great game. That was on my you list last played year. It that, that, that was right? my yeah. like December marathon. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I started it and was that. like, oh shit, I need to finish this because mm-hmm. I think I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yeah, the game falls apart in a lot way that a lot of those games do in that you can min max it and then yeah. you're just stomping through the rest. But in the world, is sort of eh. But I don't. There was enough there. Yeah. And I fell so hard for like the main set of characters. Yeah. Um, and I didn't play the expansion. Um, no, I heard it was good, though. Yeah, I think it added a moose. I do love moose. Yeah. Uh, the Switch version came out, so you're good. Oh, yeah. There you go. Done. Um, <laughs> Total War Three Kingdoms was a spring game. Uh, I'm actually surprised you brought that up before another strategy game that came out this year. There's Imperator Rome. Yeah. It okay. Going to keep on moving. Really? Wow. I mean, no, it's, <laughs> it's not there yet, or is it not going to be there for you? I'm not sure it's going to be there. Okay. It, they they have overhauled it. Like they just un they just launched a patch that basic like the the game design now is profoundly different than it was uh, yeah. when it launched. Hmm. Uh, you would hear our interview with Johan Anderson about like what went wrong with Rome. It is a considerably tighter game now. There are more. They've made more resources. Uh, like shared, so you have slightly harder choices okay. to make, um, and you're not just like 
always you can just buy whatever you want uh, depending on these buckets. Like it's got it's it's gotten a little bit more refined in terms of the dilemmas it poses for you. I'm still just not convinced that it's that I'm not sold yet that it's like a great paradox game. Yeah. Um it it might just be the game where the paradox template doesn't quite or the different templates they're playing around with here don't completely mesh. Uh where it's a little bit uh, Crusader Kings, it's a little bit European Universalis. Right, it doesn't quite do it. Uh, I'll just note really quick, we should probably at some point in the new year do a looking forward conversation, but I'm very excited for the Stellaris expansion yeah. that's coming that I think will add some more stuff I like. Um, yeah, La, Total War Three Kingdoms. Um, I played through one campaign, South South, which I liked, yeah. but I it this is a weird year for me and strategy games because there's a bunch of them on the table and also things like strategy adjacent. Yeah. Uh, so, so Total War Three Kingdoms, Imperator Rome, um, uh, uh, the Phoenix Point and the Tactics game that just yeah. came out. I don't know that I'm going to have to find time to put into it. Um, uh, the a game that you and I actually streamed once but actually came out this year that is like Strategy RPG, Star Traders Frontiers came out this year and seems really good and really janky in a way that I like and really like, not janky, but very like, you know, particular and and almost outsider art-y in terms yeah. of the way. I have not found time to put into it. And I think, I mean... I can speak to that being a reflection of where my mind is at and like my – the type of uh, intensity that we talked about in yesterday's episode that Sekiro demanded, seven minutes of super intense mm-hmm. like focus I had in me. Four hours of that kind of like mid-tier super focus I didn't have in me this year. Um, but what I played of Three Kingdoms seemed really good. Rob, are you like how, – how hot on you are – how hot on it are you now months months uh, past? So it's a strange thing. Like it's a it, – it, it rates very highly with me. Okay. Like I think this is probably in my top five okay. of the year. But what's weird is that I think I'm at a point now with Total War where – you're it's much harder now to get me like truly over the moon yeah. like enamored of a total war because I've seen a lot of these tricks before. Three Kingdoms adds a lot of new ones and it does a lot of really smart things. The big the the biggest stroke of genius they had was making it impossible to just build armies to the same template. The fact that unit recruitment is tied to specific generals mm. and so you can't – like you need a certain type of general to lead certain types of troops yes. and they have to be a certain level to recruit from higher tiers of those troops. Really does make it so that if you have like an elite general with an elite core of troops ar- ar- around them, that character punches so much harder yeah. than even two characters of a similar – you know what I mean? Like – that is really smart, but also it forces you into the way you compose the armies of three generals with these different mixes of units. Because they're, they're each different – they're roles for each general, right? And it's they like, exclude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, you can always field the bottom tier of like the different unit classes. So like you can always field like peasant archers. Mm-hmm. But you actually need a commander figure who's more like command and control uh, type. Area type. Like defense, yeah. area d- denial, stuff like right. that. That is the only unit, that's the only type of commander who can recruit the really advanced archery units. And so you will have, and this is like, this just doesn't happen in other Total War games. Right. You will fight battles where it's like, I basically don't have archers. I've got a few, but like, 
I'm mostly going to try to win this thing with spearmen and right. cavalry. I'm going to close distance. I'm yep. going to flank from the sides with the cavalry. I'll do some like, yeah. you know, some charges or whatever. I will say that from my time with the game, the thing that I liked the most about it was the way in which I was thinking about characters as if they were tactics game characters yeah. and, and leveling them up in that way and building resources in that way versus kind of, you know, templated you know, basically a general with a name, you know, um, I, it was really cool to, to feel. And the other thing that happened is like, obviously for me as someone who loves the three kingdoms era, who has played a lot of romance, the three kingdoms games, who's played a lot of dynasty warriors. It is just dope when someone shows up and I go like, that is Guan Yu. That is the God of war. He is here to fuck up yep. everybody. Uh, uh, and he does, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I have to adjust, my strategy because this person is in this battle. That's a fantastic feeling. One of my like moments of the year is going to be when I put my men against that cliff face. Right. And I was like, you're going to fight Lubu. Yeah. You are going to want to run. You can't. <laughs> like you have to hold, like you are going to fight here and you're going to die. Hold the line. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it turned into exactly that kind of like meat grinder of like, he might kill every single one of those guys. Yeah, and my my, my reinforcement army is trying to carve through his allies to get to him and, like, attack from behind. And so it just turned to this race of, like, he is cutting his way through an entire army by himself right. with his, like, picked bodyguard. And then I've got my army desperately trying to save these poor bastards on the snow-covered cliff, carving their way through an army. And it's one of those things where at the end of the battle, it's just, like, another important thing to award – what games need to do is you need to have a really you need to have a carpet of dead at the end of a total war battle that tells a story right. like you can see where the fighting was fiercest and this game nails that where you see like where it's almost like ranks of the dead piled up still in formation and then the trail as the fight like ranged this game's really good at that stuff and i think everything about it's tough to go completely gaga for refinement and so much of three kingdoms feels exquisitely refined uh that for me as someone who loves total war i look at it and i'm like this is maybe some of the best work the series has ever done right i see all the things they've improved here it is still very much a total war game yeah. that's why it doesn't rate higher but nevertheless like i think in five years I will still be regularly returning to Three Kingdoms. In a way that you wouldn't do to Empire yes. or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, all my list of things I wish I had more time for this year. and wish I'd just been in the, a different headspace yeah. for it. You know how that stuff goes. A game, another game from May that I know you were really high on, Rob. A Plague Tale, Innocence. How are you uh, feeling about that again eight months later? Well, I think it was more Patrick's Jam. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, that was were, me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I oh, love that what? game. You and I saw that game last year. That's we why I'm like, confusing yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. We saw it like, at E3. Those rats. We yeah. thought the rats looked rats, good. Yeah, <laughs> rats are gross. Is Plague Tale in the conversation for you? Yeah, it's definitely like, probably like lower top 10, but yeah. like it's a gorgeous game. The characters are like the dynamic Added of the brothers. Game Pass, you cowards. <laughs> it should be on Game Pass. Is it not on? No, it's not on Game Pass. Really? I feel they like it a, just got announced. Oh, please. I hope so. But they, they had uh, a free trial, and I was like, I bet that's a demo. I don't want a free trial. Give me the game. Maybe I could have sworn. But it will be one of those. Like, yeah. that is a quintessential um, uh, Game Pass game. And it's actually perfect for that because it's yeah. like a 10 to 15 but, hour adventure. It's got this, like, the character dynamic is, is like the brother and sister is really good. The world is interesting. Like, the, the lore is kind of whatever. It's. It's just so gorgeous to look at. There's just enough there. Like it's 
not a game I'll remember fondly in 10 years, yeah. but like in the moment was just like enthralled with it. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's, a, I think it's, it did well enough. Like, uh, a Plague Tale Innocence comes from our friends at, uh, Focus Home Interactive, my you know what? favorite publisher. Um, because yeah, they man. just, you know, Vampire was one of my favorites last <laughs> year. A Plague Tale Innocence is in like that vampire mold. It is like, it's not perfect, but like, man, you took a swing and what you're swinging at, I want, Keep hitting Keep swinging. <laughs> Keep swinging. They had a huge hit this year that none of us played, by the way, which is World War Z, which like blew up. Yes, completely. I don't think any up. of us touched. No. Yeah, but did very well. Anyway. Um, yeah, I would highly, yeah, highly recommend people check that out, um, especially if it goes on Game Pass, because it is one of those perfect uh, sort of games. And apparently did well enough that they're going to do, they said uh, this week, either a sequel or something like in that vein. And so I'd love cool. to see that team do something else. Cool. Uh, so that's May. What else? I guess like this is again. This is like the weird quiet period, right? Because things get right. There's like Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, which, which I didn't really play. Did you not? Uh, did you do well, the campaign? I, I've been looking for a game to play through on Stadia, and so right. it was going to be that. But now, actually, I think it's going to be Darksiders Genesis. Cause I just got a code for that on Stadia, and I really liked the hour I played on PC. And sure. then it was just like, I'm going to pause this, come back, and and because I, I really want to play through a game on Stadia just to see what it's like. Um, the story, yeah, the story in Mortal Kombat 11 was a lot of fun. Uh, Rage 2, SteamWorld Quest, <clears throat> Days Gone. Days Gone, what a piece of shit that was. What a piece was. of shit that was. Uh, I'll throw out here Left a game alive, that did bad. end up far down my list of best games. Like Because the way I assemble these things is I start to – I like this one more than that one, and slowly it begins to shake out into, uh-huh. a, into a list. Uh, a game that did ultimately make that list, even though I, I was a bit harsh on it and I had some real frustrations with it, The Occupation might be my interesting oh. failure of the year. Yeah, mm. sure. Like, mm. sure. I – at the end of the year, it is one of those games that, you know, I have been thinking about that more than I thought I would. Uh, I wish it were better because I think if it were a little more user-friendly, a little more refined as a play experience, it would have really popped. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, it was a cool game that I, I put more time into than I would have thought. Yeah. Uh yeah, around that time, like my similar to me uh, for that is the game Observation, which was the yeah. sci-fi oh, I'm so game mad from, I didn't get around to playing that. from No Code, who yeah. did I? You know, you have those games that like you should have put high. Like it didn't even make my top ten, but then you look back and you're like, I fucked up. That was like not 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 only was it top ten, but like probably a top five game because I still think about it. Stories Untold is just a mm-hmm. tremendous game. Like. Um, you know, I've made the pitch before about that being like it takes you know a, a you know a, a you know a text adventure and like wraps it in an, an incredible aesthetic to enhance the the writing. Um, an observation is, uh, you know, you're like navigating the cameras on a space station with a rogue AI. It's just okay. Um, but what I like about No Code as a studio is they are going out of their way to like try and tell n- stories in novel ways in 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 a ways that doesn't feel like a gimmick. It feels like they're approaching this is the style we want to do. How do we tell the story most effectively that way? And yeah. so Observation really liked like that first half of it. The second half didn't do much for me, so it kind of fell a little flat. But um, like I love what they're doing. And if anything, it's just like, go play Stories Untold. Don't play Observation. Go play Stories Untold. Because that's the that's the, that's the real one. I have a trio here of, of three small games uh, that, that you know won't show up on your Wikipedia list, but we definitely talked about them a little bit at least. Um, and two of them definitely aren't on my list, but one of them may end up working its way back in because I, I thought about it for a few minutes. I was like, oh, I need to play more of that. So Baba is You, a uh, mm, yeah, great puzzle yeah. game, fantastic puzzle game that I put you know, n- not an. Inc- I put seven hours into it. That's and that's just on. That's just on Steam. I also then started over again on Switch. How long is that game? It can't be much longer than that, huh? 
I'm bad at it. Well, <laughs> I think everybody's bad. Wait, at what? It. What wor- world? I don't remember. It's not installed on this computer, okay. so I can't even check. All right. But uh, you know, four or five. Like I, I played through okay. a, sure. a substantial amount. Yeah, like it a lot. But I, I, it's like I, I respect it more than I like it. I, yeah, I certainly respect it that more is than a I game enjoyed it. That I wish was like the quintessential. If I could get in a room with a bunch of people, yeah, and we could sit and like fuck with it, and, and people could like throw the controller around, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. you go That'd try this. Great. Like yeah. that That'd would have be been fantastic. like such a fun way to to play that yes. game. Second one, Hypnospace Outlaw, mm. a game that I don't know any of us fell for. I didn't but, play. But yeah. has a lot in it that's dope. Um, kind of 90s inspired web policing slash web conspiracy, VR, like, GeoCities, f- bad form culture. It's very, <laughs> very unique. Um, I, found the, I found the writing really inconsistent. There was stuff in oh, that game. Oh, this one. I remember its trailer. I, yeah, okay. it has like a yeah, very, yeah, yeah. again, like 90s GeoCity bad gift. AOL. AOL. Uh, keyword comp, search. CompuServe. Yes, that era of, of like the internet. And it's like, um, also, the, the the core plot line I really enjoyed because it is fundamentally about corporate capture of the internet. Like that is the story of that game. That is a game about the, the, the original utopian dreams. And then, like, the corporate realization that this is a, a market that we can, that we can use. This, we, can turn this, we can turn this discursive space into a market because markets are the end, the end goal of all discursive spaces under capitalism. And that stuff worked really well. But there was stuff in the edges that was just like, it, you know, it's – I am at the end of my rope on small bean, chunky boy, like, that yeah. style of – doggo's humor and this is not that but it's like peering in some some of it is like peering into a world of an alternate version of all that stuff um snake you know what i mean instead of snake like i can't do it anymore it's not of our time like i don't know how you i don't i how are you comfortable enough in the world and the answer is because people find comfort in different things and this is subjective and taste and blah 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 but there some of the writing was that that not that style like not word for word that but that ethos of like what comedy looks like um and it graded on me pretty bad and like so while i was really liking the main plot line stuff and and anything like the main objectives put you through a lot of the kind of like side stuff or or not filler stuff but the stuff that was in between those big beats just graded on me a lot and I didn't end up I didn't end up uh liking it as much as I hoped I would um the third one is one that I only hit really briefly back when I when it first came out but it's called Objects in Space and that is a like that is like an elite or a you know um a Rebel Galaxy Outlaw which also came out this year except instead of being a game about like cool piloting a cool ship with a joystick and shooting down enemies it is all operated through text interfaces and like DOS prompt looking shit and it's like a submarine. Kind of a Duskers thing? It's almost like a Duskers thing, except you are just the ship. You are like walking into the ship in first person. You're walking around or you're kind of clicking around stations in first person. And then you're going into your ship and are like, all right, this is the panel where my, I set my route. Here, are the pan- here is the panel where I like move my energy around the different things. Here's where I go over and repair my, my engines if they get busted. Um, and it's so tactile. And it, again, it feels like a submarine more than a... A spaceship in the in the sci-fi setting, and I was actually really enamored with this game. And again, with the plot, um, it's a little outer worldsy in terms of <laughs> the plot. You were part of a mission being sent to a utopian space, you know, uh, colony, and you 
fuck up your jump and you wind up there 70 years after everybody. Uh-oh. Uh, and everything has become a kind of fractured, terrible space dystopia. And now you got to like figure out a way to make your life there. Um, and there's some really great writing where you're like meeting old friends of yours who are now 90 or whatever. And like, oh, wow, this is weird. Like you, we lived a whole life. Like whatever happened to Jim, you know? <laughs> and and it's like surprisingly a great vector for some sci-fi storytelling and some like interesting character work given that it's also a game that's like, all right, what is, how fast am I going? How do I, a little bit of like the EVE Online thing of like, mm. this is not a game about like juking with your joystick. It's a game about like finding the right heading to avoid the pirate who's trying to like intercept you. Right. Uh, and that game was really fantastic. So I just wanted to shout that out. I, I That is one of the ones that's like, I'm going to put time into it and see if it breaks, if it can steal my number 10, you know? Mm. Um, uh, and also just, I, I like to spend some time with, with games that aren't just like, aren't on the IGN release list, you know? <laughs> no offense to IGN, whose release list we use at least once a year. Um, Crackdown 3, that came out this that year. That came out this wow. year. Uh, game Pass. Yep. Oh, real Good quick, game pass game. Outer Wild is on Game Pass. Please go play it. <laughs> uh, Outer Wild and Outer World. Both on Game Pass. So no, even if you get confused, you'll play one of them. You'll play one of them. Um, what else? Uh, I didn't get around. I didn't play more Judgment. I wanted to play more Judgment. I really liked a little game called Har- Hardcore Mecha that might make my list. Kind of a 2D action brawler with really great, like, really understands mech action as, a, as like, a set of tropes and genre conventions. It was sort of like um, there was a Super Nintendo game where you got into mechs and fought, like a side scroll, heavy, heavy metal maybe. It was like a side-scrolling mech action game on the Super Nintendo, and this was like a follow-up to that, mm. which was cool. But yeah, my version of that is probably uh, Gato Roboto that came yeah, out yeah, yeah. in that the summer cool. sometime. Yeah. It's just a it, Metroid, but you're a cat yeah. that gets into and a robot. robots. Yeah. Um, and it was really short. Like it's a four, even if you 100% it, I think I yeah. did like really close to 100%. And it was still only like four or five hours. I love and so that. it was like it was just like giving you what you normally get out of like a fifteen or twenty hour experience, just fucking compacted into this tiny little thing. <laughs> and uh, doesn't outstay its welcome. It's sh- sharp, funny writing, like really satisfying exploration and combat. Like if you somehow missed over that one, it's on everything. Like it's on Switch and yeah, um, uh, yeah, got a robot. That's it, like a quintessential like number ten. It's like I just fucking loved this. I just game. loved it. I just want to sneak it on there. Did any of us stick with the Sinking City? No. No, none of us. No, I like I actually ended up running away because <laughs> there's Is that what you call hitting so go to recycle much, bin. There's so much like everything is like the singing city's so big. Mm-hmm. It's so big. Yeah, when I saw like, oh, this is just a district inside of this thing that's way bigger, I'm good. Yeah. I, and like it's one of those if I had enough time, that might be fun. But also, I don't know that what I saw was compelling enough. Like That yeah. was my bit. Was like I was excited for it <clears> because I played whenever Cthulhu game came out. The other Call of Cthulhu year. game. Was that, that, was that this year? That was that Focus that Home. Year? Yeah. The first person one? Yeah. yeah and that was yeah. just eh. You know, it was yeah. nothing special. Um, but I was hoping this would be like a – even if it wasn't like a I, profound engagement with Lovecraft as an author, at least like an interesting world. It just didn't seem like it was any of well, those things. Well, I think there's something else too, which is that – so. It's, I did not find a lot of the investigation stuff that I encountered very compelling. And I think Frogwares has done some effective, like, mystery building before in the Sherlock Holmes series. I think they've gotten less effective at that as time Mm. has gone on. And they've made more of a play for, like, mainstream acceptance. But I just didn't find, like, 
mysteries have to keep you hooked. You have to be yeah. like the trail of clues is satisfying. I want like questioning motivations. Everything seemed either like everything seemed kind of obvious and just kind of out there. Like, oh, that big gorilla, he's like he looks respectable, but he's like a bad mafioso. <laughs> Got it. Like I'm pretty sure I know what his deal is going to be yep. throughout this fucking story. Uh, and then like, which again, coming and part from, of this is just to, to because someone could be listening. is like, you don't understand it at all. And maybe that's true, but you need a, an effective mystery communicates that. I don't know it at all. It communicates. There might be something under somewhere in the, in the scheme that's there's something I don't know. And it, it really did just feel like I'll, it was going to read me a list of things I would know. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then, you know, I think this just clicked for me. The other part of this crime scene reconstruction and following the trail of events and chasing, like, these ghosts of, like, what happened. I played Oprah Din last year. Uh, and, yeah. like, I have played yeah. the, like, yeah. try to reconstruct <laughs> from contextual cues oh what the fuck happened in a given space. Mm-hmm. Here we have arguably tools that should create even more interesting opportunities. Interviews with witnesses, mm-hmm. environmental storytelling. There should be lots of space to create, like, what the fuck? You also play Detective. Yeah. The board game this year, which, again, similarly, if you want to feel... Like, my favorite thing in Sinking City was, like, going to the newspaper archive and searching through that stuff. And it's like, Detective already kind of hits that note for me in a way. And the same way, like, the Sherlock Holmes yeah. uh, uh, Consulting Detective board game does. And it's like, I have other sources that hit that stuff better, at which point I then need Sinking City to do other stuff really well, whether that is like action, bad shooting, which it does not do well, <laughs> or the Lovecraft stuff, which, like, you know, I, you can go read Matthew Galt's piece and go back and listen to episodes where Danielle talked about it. Like, there is some stuff there that feels like a sort of critical engagement, but nothing there blew me away. Nothing even if you were to, it sounds like even if you were to remove all that and they were like, we're just going to take the, the, the yeah. fucked up imagery, it doesn't sound like it even does anything particularly. Not that like, I've seen. Right. Again, maybe the final act, there's, I, I don't know, because it didn't, it didn't keep me hooked long enough. Yeah. Um, also in June, two big ones. Yep. Well, <laughs> two big ones. Super Mario Maker 2 and yep. F1 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Are you F1? It's on my list. It's on your list. All right. Hell yeah. Listen, I want to give it love. Listen, if you like it, you like it. Uh, Again, like, I was actually a little surprised it rated, like, after F1 2018, which also made my last, I think it made my list last year. um, I was was in a place where I thought the series seems like it's, you know what I mean? It's like got one of those, it's arrived at a state now where yearly iteration is probably not going to surprise me much, right? right? But the improvements to the driver AI in F1 2019 were like, oh, shit. Like, this is some of the best racing I've ever had. Like, what was the thing you wrote about? Because there was, like, the bit about, uh, I can't remember, the, the thing that stood out about the AI or. Oh, just that, it's, just that it is, like, vicious and willing right. to take you out. Like, right, right. Other, They're like, more aggressive. Right. And that's a tough balance for uh, a lot of racing games because it's not fun it's fun if you are smashing people out of the way. Right. Yeah. But like if the AI drives like that, you feel like they're just fucking up your race. And like, you're like I had a good lap going. This asshole just <laughs> piled into me. And so I think a lot of racing games are really ginger about having AI get kind of willing to throw an elbow. Right. Because right? if you don't get the balance right or it feels like it's just being an asshole and not being tactical – it also doesn't feel just, right. If it's just rubber banding to try and give you cause some chaos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, they basically nailed that. Like, the AI will make really cold-blooded moves to, like, you will be like, 
okay, I'm just going to box you out of this corner and slowly cut wide, and you're just going to have to break to avoid a collision, and you're an AI, so you're going to do that because nobody, the AI, its first law is not just smash into the player. <laughs> Here, like, if it's for an important position and you start doing that, there's a good chance the AI is going to be like, all right, let's touch. Let's touch rubber. Let's go. <laughs> and you know, next thing you know, you hear like a thud, yeah. and the the track is spinning around you, and that guy's gone. Hell yeah! And like this game is full of shit like that, and there will be long sequences where it's lap after lap of just going like you know head to head as you jockey for these positions. At any moment, like one of these mistakes could just take you out. Um, so it ended back on my list because. They kind of got the car models and the simulation of the sport in a good place, and then they made it feel like, oh, shit, I'm out there with, like, real racers. Right. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds – I'm happy that it, that it worked out that way. I've definitely gone through the, the thing before of a yearly franchise where it's like, wow, this year is really good, and then the next year it's like, ooh, they really could only go down from here. So, you know what? I Here's hoping F1 2020 figures out another angle to continue to improve. Well, Uh-oh. that's going to be a new generation, right? Oh, I guess it would. Well, I guess. Probably. Probably. Or cross Probably. And let me, let me just, I will just say, Codemasters does not have a great history of handling that generational shift well. Though, they just acquired the Project Car Studio. Oh, great studio. And I was talking about this. They're still making a VR headset? I remember that. A console. That. They're making a console. The uh, Madbox or whatever. Slightly Mad Studio. I remember saying, yeah, Slightly Mad indeed. Yeah. Um, so Slightly Mad have been a great sim racing studio. I think we both loved Project Cars. Project Cars is uh, great. Shift Unleashed was oh, yeah. really good. They made the best... Uh, they they developed for the, the publisher Simbin, they developed the, uh, the race series and the uh, GTR series. But, point is, them getting acquired makes me nervous. Because, like, what does Codemasters want to do with them, right? Like, yeah. sometimes an acquisition is, you have some tech I want, or some talent. And it's yes. Go or work both. On, go work on F1. Yeah. There's like there's like three or four people I want and there's some tools. Right. And I don't care about the type of games you make. And that scares me. My real hope is that this is Codemasters being like, it would be good to have someone lead on even more simulational type stuff. Um, so fingers crossed that that is the case. Also, and maybe, we, see, we see you running your studio into the ground with things like VR projects. Bad maybe, news. Maybe what? The Madbox 4K console is probably dead. Says, <laughs> Fuck. Says tweaktown.com. I, I, <laughs> that, 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 I'm sure that website has been around uh-huh. since the 90s alongside yes. like Tom's Hardware, Voodoo Extreme. All those. Um, I'm so sure. Hey, ve3d.net, man. I've visited oh Voodoo God. Extreme oh all God, the time. What it. was the other one? E- evil. Uh, oh, Fuck. Not Evil Empire. E- was it Evil Empire? I thought it was Evil Empire. It was a red, was like, red themed. Uh, it was a lo- in the era of Voodoo Extreme yeah. and Blues News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, evil Blues Avatar. News. Evil Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Avatar. He, if I remember correctly, that dude turned into like a oh, game yeah? gator. Oh yeah, Evil Avatar did. Oh shit! No, no way. I believe. <laughs> like, I don't hardcore wanna... PC gaming enthusiasts. Yeah, I don't like. like... Sep- like I'm just kind of spitballing a little bit here, but I remember one time visiting there and getting a. Getting a bad vibe. I'm, well, I was totally off base. I apologize. Well, but. like Edgelord shit was like part and parcel yes. of like the '90s PC space yes. too. So yes. it was uh, it was weird. But yeah, I'm super bummed. The Madbox isn't going to be a reality. <laughs> I was really looking forward to a t- 120 FPS 4K seamless Project cars. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. that was going to be that. That was going to be it. 
Wait, speaking of 4K things, is this? I mean, this isn't. This is going up in weeks, so who the fuck cares? But Vanquish and Bayonetta yeah. coming to Xbox One X with oh really? Apparently, with 4K graphics and 60 frames a second on the Ooh. One X. So ooh yeah, Vanquish is a great game. Vanquish is. I don't mean to yeah. play that on PC. I, I need to replay it. I need to. I need to critically that game reevaluate 60, it. But 60, I remember liking yes, it a lot. Yes. I bet uh, I bet a bunch of the gameplay holds up, but who knows? My, story. That's my guess. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you can smoke in that game. You can smoke in that game smoke and button. throw a cigarette in the air, and then a robot shoots it because it's a sense of heat or it's a source of heat. Nintendo Vanquish Two, come on! Nintendo Mario Maker, Super Mario Maker Two. Where are you at with it? Is it hitting your list? So I, as we record this, I have a, my Switch Lite with the update. The, yeah. the big update came out, um, in which they're adding uh, Link and adding like sort of like transformative game mechanics to. The experience, yeah. I mean, in my, I like stand by my review, which was like, this is an excellent sequel, which is really actually more just like a 1.5 in which they put Mario Maker on a box that people are actually own, yeah. Um, as opposed to being like a true, like, what would a Mario Maker 2 be? Like, what would the next step of that be? Um, so I actually think it would end up pretty low on my list, it would probably make the list just because. Like I've had so much fun playing it. Like more of that was un- on a certain level enough. Um, but as I wrote in a piece on the site, was that this idea of adding Link, the notion that you could start adding other characters, yeah, other like, verbs for the other verbs, like that's Mario Maker Two did not give enough of that. Yeah, and um, the idea that they could do that through something like adding Link or Mega Man or Sonic or what, whatever whatever direction they went, like if they if they used this as a ba- like Mario mechanics as a foundation to like add all these different verbs, which they use through their popular characters. Like there's a reason Nintendo is uniquely suited to do this is because as like a, a gaming culture, we understand their verbs. Yeah, like totally someone could go make super Mario. Like they, people have made better Mario makers and put them out on PC. It's a better level editor with more tools, with ghosts, with all the shit you want, but no one wants to fucking play it because the physics aren't Mario. It's not Goombas. Right. And like, uh, there's just something, there's universality to Mario Maker, which makes it successful because of that universality. And so an, uh, a Super, Nint- you know, Super Nintendo Maker that, like, used the, that shared verb knowledge and expand what that is, like, That'd if the Link great. stuff is really cool, I could see it shooting up just on sheer potential of, like, what it could be in the future. Um, but as it stands, it's it's fairly low. It's like, yeah, it's, this is another good one of those, but I'm, like, really disappointed in their handling of the community um, and treating as the game as a service. Um, but if this, if you look optimistically, maybe this 2.0 update is like, cool, we have now laid the foundation for what we're going to build on going forward and every couple of months if there was a new character. But if it's like, if this is all there is and then the game just sort of withers off from there and we're waiting for Mario Maker 3 before they add you know six characters or something, that would be yeah, disappointing. Yeah, that would be disappointing. All I know is uh, James Tarr, who made that, uh, really good, t- like twenty or nine, 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 yes. nine keys, nine doors, yes, nine seconds, yes, level that you really liked. Uh, posted, uh, posted his first um, uh, link level yesterday. Oh, good! I'm yeah. very excited I to play those. I've, I've not, I didn't have a chance to check out Twitter. the, the update this morning when uh, uh, I got out of bed, but I'm excited to very check excited out and to see, see it. what it is because it's just I don't know what people are going to that's do. Exactly right? it. like right. That's exactly like that's. There's going to be a period more... for the next two weeks of people who make great levels just still being like. How do I do what? What does a great? That's the other thing that's gonna be wild. No, is like right. some of the people who make good Mario levels might not make great Link levels, and and people who like couldn't quite figure out a great Mario level that's about like speed and timing and jumping could come up. Really it doesn't great. have to be about exactly, jumping anymore. Exactly, which is really exciting. So I'm uh, curious to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious. I'm. I'm I, it gives me optimism for the future, but like 
yeah, Nintendo gets an F for community support post post launch. So yeah. um, still re- still really like. I mean, Mario Maker remains a a crowning sort of like design achievement. Like yeah, that's of a, actually like a lot of what I gave a pass on in Mario Maker Two is just like it's still fucking amazing that they made what they did. Like it sounds like it should be in your head. Ah, just let us make Mario Maker like Mario levels. Like and that's actually a lot harder to do as easy as they did. Yeah, where anybody can sit down and and screw with it. So. Like on on that level, it's still a really remarkable uh, act of creation on their part. But yeah, um, hopefully, hopefully there's more to come. July kicks off with Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, a game Dan I haven't Rackett, played. Crow- coward makes some levels. Oh, Dan Record should make some levels. He turned into a nice guy. That's weird. It's infuriating. Yeah. Wow. He's like, I'm gonna make levels that people enjoy. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't worry. I know, like, some nine-year-old girl stepped up to... That was fake, though. Yeah. Wait, was it fake? You, the final twist uh, was that it turned out to be... The... He, in, he he enlisted a friend of uh, his daughter to be... It, it was good. Like, that's... Okay. I, I accept... It was a really fun, difficult level to play. It was a great level. And level I enjoyed fantastic. the... Uh, the final the, the twist. Fra- the framing and the final twist as... Uh, I mean, I sort of knew all along, but I, yeah, was, I was willing to go yeah, along that's how with this, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, final Fantasy XIV, I'm just going to briefly say, I don't know if it's on my list yet. <laughs> I'm, You're gonna get right up to the edge of the stuff. We that's really supposed are. to convince I'm, you. I'm there right now. Like right. I'm at. I'm right. in two five five. I'm in the 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 final step. You're telling us about before it before heaven's word. I was telling you about it at lunch. Um, and so really, really going to depend on this next couple of weeks before I have to write this list properly, uh, whether or not it breaks 20, through. 2020's 2017 game of the year, Austin Walker. You'll be I, about or it I might hate December. it. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm like so hot and cold on it all the, all the time where like sometimes literally within a two or three day period, I'll be like, wow, this is incredible. I'm so glad I put all this time in. And other, other times I'm like, I could have finished three other games on this list. I didn't. Either <laughs> think this of that scenario writer to work on the next mainline Final Fantasy, right? Please, totally, right? That would be great. Uh, we'll see. Um, because that's the thing, right? The thing I keep coming back to is I want all this storytelling that people are talking about and put it in a different fucking game, <laughs> right? Well, like the thing that I was saying I before is that, like, when I think about other games, I put a hundred plus hours into this. This, uh, this I must said century, but the century, <laughs> this uh, <laughs> this decade. I think about things like Breath of the Wild, like Dragon Age Inquisition, mm-hmm. games that like really took a lot of time to get through. Um, and it, but for in those cases when I'm like, oh yeah, I put 110 hours into it, I didn't have to wait until 30 hours to get you one enjoyed good those thing. first hundred hours, and then yeah, another then there were 20 hours for another thing I liked, and then another 50 hours for another. Mm-hmm. Thing, you know what I mean? And it's just like even if it gets really good, it has to be really good and compete with. The fact that I've already put in this other right, it's it has not to make just, up for all those yeah, other hours, and that's going to be tough to do. We'll yeah. see. I, it's going to be a hard thing to recommend, no matter what. Even if I really love it, well, right? It'll because be very so hard many to people recommend. experienced it as it went along, yeah. in which your quote unquote wasted time investment yeah. feels less precious because you were doing it every week with your friends, as opposed to you marathoning it all at once, where you can look back and just be like, God, Christ, Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did any of us play? Really play Void Bastards. No. Wanted to play more. I played about 90 minutes, liked it, and played, then just yeah. didn't get back to it. I played three hours and also didn't really get back to it. Uh, didn't like the, I liked the world. I Yeah, me too. I'm so hot and cold with roguelikes um, uh, where to the point where I'm often actually put off when I find out that I find not enough of them make use of the the randomness or the, the, the generated worlds in a way that makes me prefer that to just an authored experience. Yeah. Like Spelunky, I don't want to play that. I mean, you could probably make a cool like you author, definitely but like, could, but, but it's not, not a game I that I ever, pl- well, it's not a game I ever played and went, I would have preferred an authored experience. Like 
yeah. Void Bastards, a lot of times I was like, give, there's got to be a way to get me random elements, but also authored level design. Um, like I'm playing a, a game, I just started playing a game on Switch called Sparklight, mm-hmm. which is this like uh, Zelda-ish looking game, which is also a roguelike. I get that a lot of people are describing it as like a ro- rogue light, where it's, mm-hmm. it's just there's not much punishment for death and stuff like that. But still, it does mean like the maps just aren't that interesting to go around in. And I, I constantly found myself encountering that with a lot of games. Void bat. I, I, I didn't play enough to definitively fall down there, but it's just generally speaking, with a lot of roguelikes, I find myself just going, I don't feel like you're making effective use of the randomization, and I'd rather have just had a level that you thought through. Yeah. Um, I think even there I might not end up – I like the world a lot. I like the writing. I like the characters. I – the basic action just didn't do it for me and like – And the shooting is not very satisfying. And that's what – that's the thing you do in the game. It isn't – it isn't enough of an immersive sim to where like I'm doing a lot of other things and I can find other solutions. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I'd qualify it in that category really. It's really just shooting. I I get why you – I get – where that door might open, but I, yeah, it doesn't, it is basically shooting. Yeah. Um, and I just don't like the shooting that much. The big one in July, uh, that I think we all did put time into, uh, uh, is, is that, wait, am I wrong? Is that no, not? Control was August, if that's where you're going to do. No, I was going for Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem Three yeah, Houses, yeah, yeah, which yeah, we'll yeah. have a big spoiler <laughs> cast for separately. Yes. But I'm curious if it's making lists. Yes? Maybe. Maybe. I severely disliked the second half of that game. Yeah. Um, I just generally didn't care for the... I feel like that's a game that disguises like a pretty shitty plot with incredible characters. Um, I think you played the wrong house. <laughs> which is which I think, which is a fault of the game. Sure. And we'll get into this when we do our spoiler cast. But like when and you the, see... And I also think it's it's way too long. Um, at least if, my, my yeah. story. Like, yeah. to, where like if, if what you're saying is true, <clears throat> the fact that I can play 70 hours or whatever it was... Yeah. Um, come to the conclusion that, ah, maybe I would have enjoyed this story from a different angle, but I'm not going to go put another 70 hours in. The fact that you can't jump to the second half of the game or that you can't, like, uh, it is, I wish that there was, there has to be another, there has to be another way. (laughs) There's got to be a better way. Has this ever happened to you? Yeah, exactly. If you put 70 hours into... I still think there's a version of you pick a path and that game could have found ways to give you the perspectives of other things that were happening. Like, what I found so profoundly unsatisfying about the second half was the character turns that occurred... I found no justification things for just do, to be clear, things it is just not, happen. to be clear, it is not you get a different angle. Different things happen. Well, different things happen, but also mean like the reason characters end up in places that they do make no sense to me from my singular from limited, perspective. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so then when I'm going up against X character, I'm like, why the fuck, are, what am I, why? Like, yeah. I was like, the, and the game doesn't give me like, hey, by the way, like, here's a little bit of what yeah, was going yeah, on. Yeah, and like, why there's, like, yeah. I, like, the, the singular focus I didn't like as a storytelling structure, and that's I soured on that as it went along. Even though my my students are precious, they are my children, <laughs> and if it makes it on the list, it'll be purely on the backs uh, the back of, of that because they nail that part of it. Um, and I loved my house. Um, I just like the the storytelling structure just really kind of undercut it for me. Rob, I think it makes my list on the strength of the visual novel stuff more than the like. You would die for to do. I would I would die for to do. Yeah. Um, I, I would, would die for to do. <laughs> I might kill for Edelgard. Um, oh yeah. But oh yeah. The 
it becomes so ponderous as you just scale outside the possibility of any of these levels giving you any challenge. Yeah. Like, it's just moving my characters forward through the level and, like, all right, time to nuke that character. Like, I switched to auto battle. I just, I just <laughs> let it just funnel through. And then in the final battle, you can't do that. Um, the, fi- the final battle, well, mostly, I, I was just so irritated at the lack of difficulty that I got myself in a position where almost all my characters died because I was just like, I don't give a shit. Like, just yeah. fucking move them. Just move those chess pieces forward. Like, the div- I, yeah, I didn't mention the difficulty on that game is just not tuned yeah. properly at all. Uh, now, patches came out, like, thing... Like, but the core thing that it doesn't let you do is make it more difficult in the middle of play. Yeah. I can't turn right. it up. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to change it to hard, right. yeah. and I couldn't. And I think that... I didn't have that problem, but remember, the reason I didn't is because I purposefully handicapped myself there. I purposefully like started using worse characters to make sure my whole bench was leveled up all the way. That which wasn't meant working for me. I was going into battles with like like under leveled as best as I could. Yeah. You know, and so I could not get under level enough. Right? Like, I, <laughs> well, I was late I, to recruit Cyril. That's the thing is I recruited like, as many people as I could, and everyone came in. Those like late characters from the mid game forward were all like five I levels recruit, under. I recruited no one. Right. I said, you don't want to be in my oh, fucking you, so house. Yeah. Don't come to my house. <laughs> I, uh, wow. That's the most Edelgard thing. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved when, when I knew the time skip was coming, and I was like, we're ruining hey, a spoiler. Hey, Bernie, we, are, we are. have more gifts. I, hey, it, is, it is so hard for me not to just show you a cutscene right now, but we should right, save it. Save it. But save it. <laughs> I, I just think there were so many things, like all the things I loved about that game that hooked me early, eventually became negative feedback loops as the game went mm. on, where I was like, I don't like the battles anymore. And they're just and there's so many down. of them, and so many of the, and they are tied to side plots. Right. So I stopped enjoying the side plots as much, and then I was like thinking about I could fire that up. You didn't finish it, right? Be, what? You didn't finish it, did you? No, I'm in like the very last, yeah. like last sprint. Um, I hear, I hear, I hear your blue, blue lion. Is that right? A blue, yeah, blue yeah, lion. I hear it wraps up bad too. So, well, yeah, but I mean. I, Blue Lion's going to wrap up tragically, I No assume. matter what yeah, you're saying. Like, yeah, like, uh, my guy is called the Boar Prince. Right. Like, <laughs> w- what is the boar famous? Like, yeah, <laughs> like it's an animal renowned for running up a spear to kill the person who killed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, and yet, still probably going to make your list. Yeah, because... It does. It 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 does. It does <laughs> such. It's a do. it, see, d- the past tense of does is does. <laughs> uh, it does a really great job of laying out the politics of a space and the way those intersect with mm-hmm. personal identities. Yeah, and it really yes. does. Yes. And yes. so when these characters begin to splinter and turn against each other, it doesn't feel like. Oh, I could never have seen this coming. Characters' motivations may have been so obscure that there were some shocking things revealed midway through that game. But in terms of, oh, as these characters enter a revolutionary period, these differences between them will become irreconcilable like blood feuds. And that's going to be the way it goes. And it sets it up so well. And the characters are so sympathetic and so well drawn. I love all of that stuff. And so even though it... (laughs) kind of crumbles a little bit and turns to ash. I got there's so many good hours leading yes. to the point where, I, where my fatigue And you and you're right that like I would have preferred to have played having played it a game with if I could have just turned off the fights. Right. At a certain point or I would literally them, I literally like, could have just said I don't need to do the fights anymore. I just, I, I just want to I just want a story mode. Yeah. Um granted I'm saying that because of someone who I, I like you know I like Fire Emblem's fight it's just they stopped clicking for me and got too easy um, maybe that was different if I had to like really think about what's going on but I actually think like 
if they literally made just a visual novel version of that game where you just could do the castle stuff. I would miss, see, I would so totally miss seeing, like, Lysithia float in the air and yeah. eradicate an entire, like, battalion of people. Look, my, my, the, like, my bow the characters in that game are my yeah, favorite. See, I think it that was, so... part, part of that, for me, was, like, by the end game, my fucking, uh, the, by, the, by, like, the late mid-game, my crew was stacked, and I never, I never felt bored seeing Cyril lift an axe over his head or seeing Hilda lift an axe over her head and just demolish some noble asshole. Like, I, I think my love of those characters let me persist through. Ber- Bernadetta was the stuff. one that, like, every, like, I every refu- time, like, yeah. she always was like, who, who's going to get that last shot? Bernadetta's going to get that last shot. <laughs> I want her to just turn into a war machine. Right. She was, like, she, she was my little farmer boy yeah. in this game, which is like, you are going from uh, a meek, quiet person who, has trouble getting out and talking to people. If you put that bow and arrow in yeah. hand, and you turn into a different person, and you are just—I just realized <sighs> someone someone asked a question earlier this month uh, of us, a question bucket question, which was like, "What's the game you took the most notes on recently?" And it was Fire Emblem because it was me <laughs> planning out everyone's schedules, figuring out what people should specialize in, figuring out what their like lesson plans were going to be. I, I love. I, I know. Auto, I know. Auto. But I loved it. No, I, I get. Fully, I hear it. it was like because of that investment in them as individuals. Like I cannot wait until I can like bring this person up through this alternate thing that maybe what they might be meant to do because I want to see them as a dark mage instead of as an archer like that stuff was really really rewarding I wish the game had forced you into more hard choices with that stuff because it did yeah. feel like it, if you were I did none of I only did the side stuff I wasn't doing like the some of the grind quests yeah, yeah, that yeah. were there thank god um and it's at a certain point like three-fourths of the game it's like cool like we basically maxed out what you can do here like do something else I just I actually wish there were harder specializations that like really leaned into certain things than to some degree that's there, but and maybe this is just the result of there being so many missions and you just can hi- get yeah. them so high that you don't feel like you're making those choices. You're not supposed to get your students high. Right. No. Yeah, don't. Hey, yeah. hey. look. What's the drugs called in Fire Emblem? I don't know. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> well. Yeah. Oh, that does happen, though. There is that. There is literally that. That thing that happens at the castle where where some of your students are like sad and Rhea is like, you should give them these magical herbs that will make them <laughs> oh, yeah. feel a little bit better. Wow. Um, very good. Um, I just want to note, I don't think any of us played it, but it is it is wild to me that uh, that game company put out a game this year that none of us played because it was a social I iOS it, game. I, I went to an E3 demo. Did you? bored halfway through the E3 oh, demo. That's a bummer. Sky. Um, it's a very pretty looking game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't. Um, yeah. It didn't do any, you know, uh, massively multiplayer journey sounds interesting in concept, concept but, but um, didn't, didn't really seem to, to yeah. work on execution. Uh, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, did either of you, any of you get through it? I, I didn't like, I didn't like, it. I didn't like playing it. You didn't like playing it. You didn't like, did you even try it? I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play it. Oh, you didn't play it at all. No. Okay. Like if I could sit down, if I like sat down found time, like, hey, Rob, let's just Let's just play through this game in an evening. Like we're just going right. to spend six hours. It'd be a great stream. We're going to get some beer. We're just going to yeah. plow through this. Game. Like, yeah, if we ever did a stream, like a big long stream, I would sit there and play through that game with you. Side note: Actually, the game I most like, if we have a little time between now and the holidays, I would like for us to try the Blackout Club again. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd love. To, I, I heard that, that got interesting. Again, did you try like, it? We, we, we did the stream we did it on with, election night. Yeah, was it, was it election last, night last yeah. year? Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was. It was still. Oh, Beta, right? Really it had jank. just hit. It yeah. was just into early access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. it's a it's an ongoing story, yeah. and like, so new stuff is coming out. It looks like it could be cool. Like, I'm 
I am curious how that has come together. But I think to that point, like, yeah, like I think that night of hell yeah, let's let's play Wolfenstein together. Well, because be the, 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 the story, there's not much of a story to it, but yeah. there's enough there, and I like the like the game, the the gunplay of Wolfenstein is good enough. Like I know some people don't like how those that, that game feels, but I've always I've liked how Machine Games has handled that stuff. But it's the it is like the quintessential. This is not enough as a single-player game, but played with someone, you can make up for its deficiencies by just the having, you know, the audience of another person. Mm-hmm. So I still like to play because I've heard, like, the story bits that are there, like, those sisters are really fucking strong, and it's going to suck ass if they just get wasted on on this game because the way they had molded those, um, uh, BJ's daughters is just, like, they're just really fun characters, and they're a lot of fun to spend time with. Um, I mean, I've heard this, you know, the ending of this, like, directly sets up Whatever's Three. next. Um, so hopefully they're just going to be a part of that. But because yeah. uh, they, 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 are, the moments you spend with them are are a joy. It's just not a fun game to play. Yeah, which is a bummer. Uh, Rob, did you end up putting more time into Age of Wonders Planetfall? Did you check out this new DLC that just? I didn't ended? check out the DLC. You still like the game? I like the game. <laughs> it's just, but not like not on the list. No, I didn't okay. make the list. Like it is good. Should I still it's... try to play it before I make my list? No. Whew. Definitive. Powerful. Damn. Blackout Club, overwhelmingly positive. The this reviews are very positive saying, for this game. Uh, August game that I am furious I didn't finish playing, except I'm not that furious because I was playing with with a friend and they just got busy. And I also just got busy. We just haven't had time. Is Remnant from the Ashes, uh, a game that everyone in this room should also try. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it should be on your list of things I, to try in 2020. Yes. Like, put it for real. I know. Third-person shooter. I know. Dark Souls with guns sounds great. And, like, it's good. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's on Dark Souls. It's on Game Pass. It, is it on Game Pass? Yeah. Fuck. It just got added. Oh, people should play that game immediately. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, it's Dark Souls with guns, but in a different way than what we were saying yes. before, which is, like, the Surge. And Surge 2 is actually supposed to be pretty good. But, like, that's all in a, a genre of, you like Dark Souls, here it is with robots. Here it is <laughs> yeah. with guns like it it does its own i know it really does its own thing in a couple of different ways i think like there's some really great narrative beats in terms of like surprising about how how broad the aesthetic playbook is um i think the combat is is it has that destiny thing of like it is it feels good to shoot a gun in this game Mm -hmm. um uh, the first game from that studio or did they do anything no they're it's they're the what they're the they're um you just said the name of the other it's gunfire games who just made uh Darksiders 3. 3, right. Yeah. Um, and this game seems way better than <laughs> Darksiders 3. <laughs> yeah, Darksiders 3 was okay. This game is That's like... a decent combat. It feels so good, and the blend of, like, moment to moment, do I have enough time to shoot this incoming enemy? There are added mobs who are rushing me. I'm going to dive out of the way. I'm going to try to, like, get that iframe from mm-hmm. this incoming melee attack. I'm going to try to manage, you know, what my distance is. Like, that stuff that's almost, like, fighting game-esque in right. terms of, like, playing footsies is in this game, but at a different range. Um, the use of abilities is really good. The, the like, uh, it does the, it doesn't do, like, as in-depth of item descriptions, but it does a similar right. thing in as Dark Souls where, like, items are cool. It is cool to get an item and be like, whoa, this completely changes my build. Right. Or this, this like, I can build towards this being the center point. Um, that is a game that is, is very much fighting to be on my top ten list because of how sh- how strong of an identity it has and how weak of an identity it should have, if that mm. makes sense. No, Do you know what does. I mean? It's like yeah. the pitch for this post-apocalyptic Dark Souls with guns is like battery acid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Jesus. it sucks. It's a terrible pitch. Yeah. And it does so much more with that pitch 
than, than, it than it should. And that's incredible. And like, it, like hats off to them. Um, I, I really hope, I mean, it seems like it found an audience. Also, I didn't even mention like there's, it does have a proc gen world. It does have like random events that show up differently in your game than my game. Right. And like opportunities for you to find out more lore, different lore than Which, I have. That's hit. cool. That, that, that that's like, really that's really cool. good use of randomization. And especially gen. for a game like this where like I'm going to hop into your game and play right. through something with you and then I'm going to come back and play through bits on mine and I'll have a slightly different environment or the old Diablo 2 thing of like how many times did I play through fucking Diablo 2 when that came out and just re-roll the map and just yep. re-go through it again and again and again. This is feels like a, a more modern take on the like, oh, which, which events, which quest did I get this time? Which event did I hit this time? Okay, cool. I know how to do this. Yeah. And that stuff is just like, it, it is, it is going to be a game that I think uh, hopefully, I bet that gains like a really that's strong exactly audience it. over time, and then the sequel comes out, and people are like, "Holy shit!" You yeah. know, so like that kind of like that sort of the, happened. Demon Souls to Dark, exactly. It happens a lot. This yeah. this thing of like, "Oh wow, this game is really good," and then they find that wider audience at the sequel. So, I hope, you know, shout out to them. Um, we'll see if it hits the list. I'm not I'm not 100 sure if it will or not, but we'll see. Ah, uh, any other games from this like summer period? Control. That was oh, August, Control right? was a big one. Late August. Uh, it, was it that long ago? This is this hit me today. It is set for August twenty seventh. Yeah, Kato told me yeah. this this morning, uh, or we came up in conversation, and I was like, "Holy shit, that was in August!" That feels like <laughs> it was like a month ago. Yeah, well, like, I think that talks to a little bit to its staying power in the discourse. Like people have continued to think about Control as one of the biggest games of the year, the biggest surprises of the year. Again, five months off, y'all are still. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a game it's on that's the like list st- stuck in my head. Like yeah. I think about. The oldest house all the time. Like they just. This is the game I most want to finish. I stopped playing that game because Destiny happened. Yeah. And then Pokemon happened. Sure. And right. now that's the one I'm coming back to. Right. There's other things like Death Stranding's yeah. out there. Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. And also out there. Control. But I'm is... playing Control tonight. Well, and also <laughs> like... Control, you can like reasonably finish. Right. It's right. Like a, that's it's the like other a thing. Fifteen hours. For sure. Less less than fifteen sure. hour game. But it's just ah, uh, just it. It's world. Yeah. Like, fucking like its combat is fine like it's okay it's not oh no bad. I, I i will argue like i think remedy games have a very particular feel for sure. movement and combat they make the best pistol games ever made <laughs> like max Payne. not all the weapons are winners but pistols max Payne off. running around pistols sure. is fucking great you know what control is mostly about pistols he's running around with a psi pistol like especially you got your nines out they gotta recharge <laughs> yeah. after 14 shots or something rob i didn't find several of the main powers in this game zachney and still <laughs> finished it you know what i was a levitating god <laughs> with like a with, with a pistol no it's like, like it's it, it, it is a weird part of the game that you can not by choice but by accident miss some of the major powers which i do not think was intended design i think that is you were supposed to find all those powers but some, you know if you just i was really underwhelmed by the safe though the, the the barrier thing like i was like oh yeah oh yeah this actually would have been really useful for some fights but like it's weird so, like i think the other the other weird part is some of the ob- objects of power you find them it's like a whole big event that you're you're going through, the barrier is like just run through this course and then run up to the safe. And Block these sniper shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I probably still have the. I do have the bulk of that game still. I'm after the safe. I'm after. I like the third real area of that game. I want to say like so after the generator 
like the you know yeah the, the kind of first big true area. There's another area after that, and that's where I am. I don't remember where it is. I just have a lot left. It's the GAC. Oh god, just clear out the the yeah yeah. Oh uh-huh. my god, oh, my yeah, yeah, the yeah. Janitor. Ati. 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 As it seems, going to deliver on a pseudo, you know, Alan Wake sequel is just like, what a what a wonderful thing. <laughs> I'm so curious. I rewatched. Be blessed with. I watched uh, my friends Jack and KB play through uh, all of Alan Wake this this fall. Uh, I, th- I, th- and I understand that game holds up reasonably well. There are bits that don't, uh, but there is like a core to it that I still think. Yeah, like enough like, enough of it in yeah. a Max Payne sort of way. That, like yeah. you can still go back and like it doesn't completely fall apart. I, Alan Wake as a character kind of falls apart. Sure. But like it just changes the way you read that game to be like this fucking schmuck. What this was the <laughs> narcissist? Who wrote the uh, Alan Wake is a game by someone who's read all of Stephen King's books except on writing? <laughs> I don't know who wrote that. It was just the most Brutal. devastating. That's very good. God. Um, let me actually, really quick, I want to shout out a tabletop game that I think people who like control should check out called Anomaly. You can just do a search on itch.io for Anomaly. It's by Sniper Serpent, who I guess Disclosure is a mod in the Friends of the Table Discord. And that is like a a game about being like the Bureau of Control or the SCP Foundation Ooh. or like, and it just like, uh, it uses a tarot deck to kind of uh, uh. prompt like storytelling sequences where you're like, all right, uh, you define what the, you define like an object of power. The game starts with you being like, all right, figure out where you are, where you are in the world. Like, are you with the, uh, are you with the Bureau of, of Control? Are you with the SCP Foundation? Are you with the X-Files mm-hmm. you know, crew? Whatever it is. Uh, and, and then describe an object and you only know a little bit about it. All you need to know is like, Hey, I, I found an alarm clock, and uh, it has thirteen hour faces, you know, thirteen numbers on it. And when it hits thirteen, something weird happens. And then, you, as you play the tarot, ca- the tarot cards, it says like, you know, someone goes missing. Describe what happens, and it's like really fun to build a mythology around one of these objects, mm. and then like close in on it. Be like, okay, does it? Does your team get wiped out? Do you? How's it end? Do you know what I mean? Right. Does does the group you're with decide like, oh, we can actually use this and take advantage of it, or is it too scary? Do you have to put it in a black box in the Indiana Jones vault somewhere? You know, <laughs> really, really cool called Anomaly, um, and and I hope it finds an audience because it's a tiny game, and because I feel like the world wants more of this sort of storytelling right now, and coming up with that mythology is really fun. So, um, two of the performers were nominated for the Game Awards there. Uh, for the character Jesse Faden and Casper Darling, I forget the uh, actors' names. Um, apologies there, but I think Casper Darling's really good. Yeah, like those yeah. Vi- those videos, oh, all those videos. Right. First of all, the videos are a Matthew, quintessential no, remedy. You, you mean video that just plays over and I mean, like. Oh, like uh, the Casper Darling, yes. like him, yes. yeah. Uh, but also the puppet shows, mm-hmm. like the weird. <sighs> The uh, whatever kids the, the threshold, threshold kids, threshold kids. which is a great yeah. name. But God. there's this one where the fucking Mr. Bones or skeleton guy who's their teacher, like Meg has failed her telekinesis exam, and he's like, "That's okay, Meg. Different 
brains are good at different things. <laughs> and like I was like, man, I wish you'd been one of my teachers. Like, you're great. You're a good teacher, we actually. We just need to figure out what your brain is good I for. I wish I liked the Threshold Kids a little bit more. I like... I didn't until that cutscene. Okay, I was like, this okay. is amazing. I'm going to, you know, obviously I'm going to go back and finish playing it. They obviously remember me a lot of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which yeah. if you've not watched Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, please go watch <laughs> Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, which is very much the template for okay. like, Threshold Kids of like edutainment, like puppet show pushed through sur- surreality and okay. horror. Uh, yeah. You specifically, Patrick, I think okay. there's like a six episode web series. They all have very goofy songs that are also deeply terrifying songs. Yep. It's, all, it's all very good. Oh, yeah. I've seen a Probably video seen of this one before. or two of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I actually just want to take a pause for a second and talk about Jesse Faden too, uh, who's portrayed by Courtney Hope. I saw a version of this game, or I saw like a, I played through a bit of the game at Judges Week this year. And I remember being like, this is like, this delivery is stilted. I There's not like, do they know that it's busted? <laughs> is this a bug? <laughs> like the timing. I don't of know that stuff? I've seen a, a demo, a game demo as poorly as Control. It, like <laughs> so bad. I, I remember I played it. I played like ninety minutes at E three, and I remember like texting Brad because I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go see Control." He's like, "How was it?" And I was like, "Start lowering well, your expectations." Well, also, hold on. <laughs> I remember vividly. You're like, so like. There's a janitor who like gives you a quest, and I guess so. You're on a side, the whole demo is a side quest from the fucking janitor. Yeah, but also the thing is, and that's this is still in the game, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Adi does say, "Come back to me when you finish this," and you do, and he doesn't have anything, and that is like a dead end. And I think that that particular thing is was the thing that I was complaining about yeah. at that. But more importantly, I knew Adi felt. Adi felt intentional. Adi felt weird and them doing Twin Peaks or them doing yes. like, hey, something something is – Adi seems like he knows Adi more is an Adi. than he – Right. Or – yeah, or is is Adi but also is is Adi uh, – who knows what Adi is? Who, there are some theories. Uh, <laughs> but Jesse in that demo, I was like, this is not working. Yeah. Jesse in the full game in the context of that character mm, and totally history works. Yeah. totally works. Uh, incredible performance at uh, giving – Doing something that I think is deep, deeply difficult to do in a way that's convincing or moving, which is narrate like exposition and interiority mm-hmm. in a monologue. Monologues are really hard to deliver in a way that doesn't feel alienating. And I think that the the actress does a fantastic job. Courtney Hope does a fantastic job with her. And a lot of her flatness is also becomes funny once you realize that she's just like – What's the most imposter uh, imposter syndrome situation you can have? You walked into a building and everyone is like, "Oh, thank God you're here!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like finally Christ. you're in charge. And yeah. so every scene, she's like, "Okay, okay. I guess yeah. I will." And like, if you don't have the context for that, it seems like they're bad reactions. Like uh, she's reading the script for the first time, but she is reading the script for the first totally. time. Listen, like, everyone's like, "So what do you I think am we should the do, director?" director. I, am, I, I will definitely sign this budget of way too much money for a 72-hour live stream. That's a thing that I'm capable of doing. <laughs> deep, deep connections to that part of Jesse. Um, but also, like, uh, Matthew Preta is the actor for uh, Casper Darling. Right. Very funny, like, they're very funny videos. But the one that really did jump out at me is there's this video in his lab where he's explaining those little harnesses he's got everywhere. He's, and it's where you see him starting to crack as he realizes, like, uh-oh, we are not going to be able to prevent what's about to happen. And so he's like, so, uh, you know, if you have one of these, you'll be safe. Um, and if you don't, and he just sort of like gives this chuckle. He's like, it'll be quick. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, it was such a, like a guy who realized how 
utterly fucked everyone is. Yeah. And he's like basically building. He calls it. He's like, these are life preservers. They're life preservers. And he knows he's not going to have enough. Yeah. Great. What uh, a good fucking game. And great, game. Like, great writing. Oh, not just in the, the story, it. but like I, you know, get annoyed trying to like collect the diaries around the game. But I couldn't have collected more optional bullshit in this game. Because the writing of everything was so incredibly strong. Yeah. Even though it was arbitrary in the way so many games are arbitrary and how that stuff is just scattered about, I didn't care. Because every little mini story in that game was so much fun to unpack. And it wasn't just mm-hmm. the remedied cinematic universe that they're like trying to spin. It was just, they would just tell these tiny little 300 word stories about an object that was just like, your head just like <laughs> delights in like yeah. the little like they just put so much genuine effort into these little stories that also did world building without feeling like it was world building like it just felt like there were stories and then it, but it still filled in a space of the the place that you're in and I just loved all of that stuff and there's so much that actually you miss a bunch of it and so I remember like early on playing with Rob like do you see this do you see this and it's like oh I didn't see that like because you can miss just uh, a lot, a lot of, of little things, yeah. You can very understandably miss a great many things. <laughs> Abilities. <laughs> God. We should take a break. Yeah. And we come back, we'll move from... Actually, wait, one more thing in the summer. One no. last thing. Patrick, yep. did you ever yes. finish Blair Witch? No. Are like, you uh, gonna? I, I maybe. Like, I will, like, in yeah. the broader sense, I will. But I don't, like... <laughs> it was just, like, it was just okay. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I don't feel a strong pull to, like, finish it, like, for a top ten sort of thing. Like... Uh, just because you make a Blair Witch mythology game does not. Good. I'm proud of you. Um, but um, it was it was okay. I like the, the mechanics didn't do anything for me. And and uh, like really like very straightforwardly, it, it misunderstand. I think it misunderstands what's scary about the Blair Witch, which I think is actually impossible to or it's impossible to what's scary about the Blair Witch movie is impossible to translate to an interactive. I don't like, know if that's true because I think. I, I still at, think my idea. What was your idea? It was her story, right? But that's Blair great. Witch. Where right, you, are, I, you are putting together. Yeah. you are just given dozens of that, hours of footage. I think what's mm-hmm. that? What's that? Uh, that VHS horror game that I that came out before our last stream, like indie, super oh, tiny, super tiny. Yes. Like I think that there's a way to play with videotape aesthetics that is terrifying. Yes, I think and that you could do it, yes. but you you won't, I almost want. You would need so the original Blair Witch movie was made by a bunch of young filmmakers, yes. right? I think you need young, yes. independent creators to make something like a Blair Witch game, not a studio that is like understands how to make a horror game but doesn't actually have investment in the. Is the other half? Yeah, of that well, that I mean, like, I, I I will admit that like, um, I I got a bad, I got a rough sense when I went to the interview with the <laughs> with the folks, and I was like all ready to like. I like had spent like an hour like rereading like all the deep lore to be like Uh-oh. here we go mm-hmm. and I you know I went to the interview and explained my own personal fandom and I was like what was like your first experience with the movie and it's like oh well, we got the rights to the game and then we watched the movie and I was like fuck <laughs> that's it this is you told be- me everything I need to yeah, know I'm done that's the interview uh, I mean it's, it's, it happens it does happen well, no, it's, in the it's, business it's, it's, I it's, get it no no hundred percent it, it was but, just to say yeah. uh, I, I, I'm not surprised where they landed at where they did, especially yeah. given the template of the types of game that studio makes. Um, the moment you need to use a flashlight to kill a thing, I was like, you've already kind of fucked it up yeah. um, because that's just tracking an, an a, a, a creature is just to what the Blair Witch sequel got wrong from a couple of years ago. Like it's just, yeah, there are ways to do it, I think. But yeah, it's like you need to go back and figure out the 
foundational element of what was scary about that movie, which is what you don't see, so that the glimpses you do see are fucking horrifying. I do also really want the her story telling lies version of it that you pitched. Yeah, that's because. Can you imagine just typing in oh some word? Right? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like typing in some word and getting like you know, five answers come up. Five things. Please, please, please. Right. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. And then like that God. shot from the original movie where like Heather's speaking and she's crying into that. Like you get some version of that yeah. like and yeah. or you're scrubbing through and you or the other one where some, you some don't sp- even where you put in something you don't even mean to like coffee and the first one was like oh yeah when you're on a coffee run and the second one was like oh yeah pass me the car ah! and then like some stuff happens and the, the camera falls over and that would well, be it's great like the, the Blair Witch movie the way it's structured like the first third of it is them just walking around the town right doing a documentary interviewing the local townsfolk oh. like fuck throughout the Blair Witch thing I think a, a horror her story would be just a tremendous, like, there's a lot that you could do there. Go watch the movie Unfriended. It's uh, right, a horror right. movie from yeah. a number of years ago. <laughs> there's a bad sequel called Dark Web. It's not oh, that's good. That's fantastic. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure I, I've, it's good, but it's a bad good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Unfriended is a legitimately a great horror film. It has a, incredible UI where it's it's all on a you know a laptop and everything is communicated through the desktop and... Um, it's uh, it's scary and it, and it's good. So yeah, fuck it, man. I, I'm just give me the money to go to, to find some, go make this game. I'm Follow out. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. I'm out. We can keep. Do- I found <laughs> out how to keep doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I found out it's doable. We'll figure it out. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the games of the fall and the early winter. BRB. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Oh, I'm ready to come back in. Attach it, will attach it at its own speed, I guess. What people need to do is, hey, Reset Era, stop bumping the Elden Ring thread. Is it being bumped a lot right now? Well, it's the Game Awards, so people are just speculating. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, Trump, right, has done stuff there before. Uh, Yeah, I guess, uh, so Keeley did an AMA and... uh, I was like, no. No, he said pretty much every game is new as opposed to being like a a, a review. Mecha Souls. Don't, we can't do this to ourselves. We can't. We can't do it to ourselves. (laughs) I just want it so Uh, bad now. (laughs) I miss you so bad. Can you, can, you, can you imagine if the trailer opens as, oh, an, armored, was, as an armored core game yeah, and, you're, and, and, and you're just like, all right, all right this is fine. This fine. is cool. Like, I know. I'm glad. And, then, and then just like pulls out and it's some fucking like fleshy mo- oh, robot monstrosity. It'd be so and then sick. like, like a sword I mean, like, like juts out of like the side of the. This is the thing. Is like, like, Ava ah! really made an impression on you, huh? That's what I was saying. It's like this is the funny thing. Is like Ava makes if you you've seen Ava now, sure, yeah. you can imagine how cool some of that shit would yeah. be if it was done well. Well, I want uh, uh, Dead Space by way of Miyazaki. 
Right. Is a yeah. little of what I, that's I think true. I that is, that's that's so, I mean, it's the thing. It's like they have not done a sci-fi right. thing yeah. ever in terms of out, no. like, Miyazaki touched Armored Armored Core, and right. so like that definitely he has a background from and he's dealt with mechanical doesn't design. Really and, do, hasn't right. Really done sci-fi. That style, uh, of yeah. Other outside than, of, I guess uh, it's true. What else? I guess I guess I haven't looked at you know, that. Like Kings Kings Feet has all been yeah yeah. A, I'm a trying to see fantasy there, stuff basically. If there's anything else that Matt that falls into that space, I guess not. Uh, Other did, than their mecha stuff, it's outside of their mecha stuff, and even that mecha stuff sometimes would go into a fantasy direction. They did Frame Grind for Dreamcast, a game that I imported. That's the first time I've heard it pronounced. I've o- like always just said Frame Grid, and I was like, oh, they added oh, an E. Oh, yeah, maybe that I've might just be never right. Said, I've just never said that it out might loud. be right. Actually, I have no idea. Um, I remember that game. That was like a. a <laughs> Third person action mm-hmm. fantasy mech game mm-hmm. that was. I remember thinking it was interesting. I, I played a lot of their PS2 launch game, which is the, is uh, that, the Ring or Elden uh, Ring. Not Elden Ring. No, but what? what, <laughs> what, what uh, ever. Eternal. Eternal Ring? Eternal Ring. Uh, yeah. I've cracked this thing wide open. Mm-hmm. Eternal oh, Ring shit. 2, Elden Ring. Damn. Fuck. I oh. mean. <laughs> Honestly, make a new King's Field. Let's go. Let's go. Make Dia happy. Um, yeah, they've done a bunch of different mech stuff and like. And Chrome Hounds. I mean, Chrome is obviously a Mac thing. But yeah, I guess they've never done... Yeah. Not in modern from. Not in modern from. Not post-Demon's. No, from. even... I'm looking at everything. Oh, okay. Nothing. Nothing here is just like a sci-fi... Right. ...whatever um, that I can see. So, interesting. All right. Anyway, we should... Yep. We should get back to other stuff. What else is... What else is... Uh, so, fall. Fall. It's the yep. fall now. The, the leaves are changing color. There's a, a crispness in the air. You've opened up a cider to drink. I feel like we got more just, it was, this year was like just summer and then it was winter. You're right. There was no, you're there, right. was, there really was no <laughs> yeah. fall. And you sat down to play Gears 5. <laughs> no, you sat down to play Borderlands 3. I played the 3. first third of that. Um, okay, I so liked, not I, on I, your I liked, list. No, I, I don't think it would have been even if I finished it, but like, yeah. I, I liked a lot of, like, I like Gears and it was a good Gears. I just, yeah. you know, that's a game that like at some point when I've got free time, I'll get back to. Or I got a, I just got accepted to that their streaming thing, XCloud. Oh, so nice! You tried there. That seems like a good there. one to try there. Right. Um, okay. What about Borderlands Three? No, nothing. Played like an hour. Not okay. Yeah. As, as Rob uh, slowly falls asleep in his chair. Drink more coffee, Rob. It's <laughs> 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 too far. It empty. <laughs> Rob, Rob presenting me this cup. <laughs> God. Um. Uh. Damon X Machina was in September. I like that game a whole bunch. I still like it a whole bunch. Uh, in the absence of an Armored Core game, it it scratched that itch. Sure. Um, it is not as good as an Armored Core game. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it, do, it does certain things. Well, it's also more action, less mech um, customization, right? No, there's still, there, I will say there's not as much customization. Well, but that, that as is Armored threat. Core. Armored Core yeah. is, like, there's detailed. Not, there is the customization here, but you can, it's very easy to know, it's very easy to make the numbers go up right. in a way that Armored Core is more about you, making the numbers go sideways. And, well, then, and also you're making sacrifices <laughs> for builds, right? Yeah, that's exactly it, right? And you're, I mean, you're doing that a little bit here, but not to the degree that you are in Armored Core, where you're like, all right, I'm going to be fast as shit. But that like, means, I'm going to be a tank. Like, right. literally, I'm going to look like a tank. And that's the other thing. It's like, there's only bipedal robots in Damon X Machina. In Armored Core, it's like, I'm going to have treads or four yeah. legs or reverse jointed legs. I'm going to be a compl- I'm going to have a hover bottom or whatever. Right. And that's like a, l- a little bit more like flexibility in the types of things you can build is goes a long way. Uh, but I still really like it. I actually think that game has a better story than people give it credit for. And it has a fucking wild end of the game twist. Okay, hit us. Can I spoil it? I'm going to spoil the end of Damon Go. and Machina. 
really broadly, the whole premise of the game is like the planet uh, has been – was destroyed when there was like a moonfall type situation. The moon – part of the moon crashes sure. the earth and revealed that there was like mo- monster enemies, like robot monsters uh, underground. Let's go. Exactly, right? Again, like actually kind of a from softy yeah. vibe. Um, and so you are a mercenary basically who goes in to fight these drones. You're hired by these three different companies. The early game is just like, hey, we're all fighting – we're all fighting these drones. And then eventually you're like, wait, my mission is to fight these drones. Your mission and and protect this place. Your mission is to fight these drones and blow up this place. Two different corporations want to do different things here. And then eventually it becomes like intercorporate warfare. And then eventually it it is revealed that there is – this game is a fun trick, especially in the Japanese, which is the – there's a character who – has Shar Aznable's voice actor. Shar is like the the rival in the original Gundam series. Okay. He is not the real Shar of this game. There's another character who looks the same, who like is very similar uh-huh. looking, and who is the real secret rival the whole time. Uh, and he is like manipulating everything to, in order to, uh, and I guess this is, Kato, you and I are about to go see Shar's counterattack. Mm-hmm. He wants to force people into the future. He wants to force people to leave behind their their rotten home on the planet, which has been destroyed, and move out into space. Okay, where, which is literally Gundam. This is literally Gundam. <laughs> Here is the big. Is there like weird, a place to go? Where, where he has what? seen a, he has seen a vision of a better place, and this is the twist. A literal can, vision. A literal. He has seen. Uh, he connected to like the big robot AI at the core of the planet, basically, okay. and that thing told him. Hey, there is another world out there for you. Okay, and there is. How does the robot know that? Is well, the, because is the robots the put us here to begin with. Oh, the robots like seeded the universe. It's one of those oh, things, oh, or oh, something oh, like that. Oh, it's oh, been a few oh, months oh. since I played okay. it, but All something right. like that. Is, sure. Is the world Earth? The world is Earth, Kato. <laughs> ah, the reveal at the fucking end of the game. It's, it's only in one of the endings. There's an ending where you can be like, "No, I think we're gonna. I'm gonna stay here, even though this world is destroyed. I'm gonna stay here. We're gonna try our best to rebuild it." And that that ending doesn't tell you this, but if you watch the, if you do the the ending where you like, even though I think he went about it the wrong way, I think his heart was in the right place. Fucking drop the asteroid. Let's go. We got to get off this fucking planet. It pulls up and reveals like there was another world for people to go to, and you see Earth in the distance, and you're on Mars. You've secretly been on Mars. The oh, planet. that's good. It's a fucking sick, dope yes. final, and it's really and it's, understated. It doesn't it's, say, it's, and you were on Mars. You just have to put it together. You, but it's very—it's a big red yeah. planet, and also it's like, oh, that's why none of this shit looked right. Like right. that's why it's always like a little otherworldly here. Is it like a, a, a? Is this like a present day Earth? Like humans are there? No, I think this is them? how we it's got just, to Earth. Oh, we that's left good. Mars and went to Earth. That's it's sick. great. It's so good. <laughs> I want and that to happen in real life. Maybe it did. Damn. Maybe we don't know. Listen, the mechs are out there. <laughs> See, so yeah, that game oh, that's, yeah. better than better than I think it has. Uh, I, I, this, this, the story also just has some dope characters in it. There's um, my favorite character. One of my favorite characters of the year is a character named Guns Empress, which is a dope <laughs> name. I don't give a fuck what you say. And take that, Kojima. Yeah, for real. I mean, this game just has that style of naming, that very like anime yep. Kojima or or Tomino like Gundam stuff. Uh, and Guns Empress, there's a moment where she like. She betrays you to the the bad guy who wants to destroy the world and get everybody off the planet, tells you, uh, tells her, like, hey, I need your help. You're the best hacker I know. I need you to crack into the system to get me some data I need. And she's like, I'm sorry, hero character. I'm sorry, rookie. But I'm going to – I have to do this. You, you don't understand. I need to see this. And the thing that she wants is, it turns out, just, like, human perspectives. She wants to know what it's like to be a person 
and if she's a person because it, she reveals that the whole time that you've known her, she's secretly been an AI who gained sapience, but like isn't convinced that she's a person yet. Mm. And so she just wants to like check to see if the types of experiences she's had are real human experiences. She's dope. She's fantastic. That game is better than is better than has any right to be sure. in terms of like that stuff. It's also goofy as fuck. And like, you know, if you don't like high anime bullshit, you're not going to like it. Right. Uh, but you, you can hear how excited I am talking about it. I think despite it not being as good as like the best Armored Core games, it is still going to make my top 10 list probably. Cool. So, Damon X Machina. Um... What else? What else? What else? September. Look at my list. Ancestors. Nope. Didn't uh, make it? No? No. Def, def, def. <laughs> Did you not get I'm around glad, to... I'm glad that people didn't glom onto that game because it means I uh... never... It means I didn't have to play it again. <laughs> Did you never try AI The Somnium Files, a game that I was really curious if you would get around to this year? No, and I... I yeah, I really like... Uh, I didn't mean for that to seem so... No, 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 no. A lot of people uh, were... I, I got a bunch of uh, people bugging me to check that out because I was a big fan of... Uh, 999 VLR. Ooh. Well, okay. I, sh- I was a big fan of 999. I thought that series went perpetually downhill on Ooh. in its two sequels. Um, I think they're good, but I felt like 999 was just such a wonderful, contained, yeah, twist-filled story. You can go play the iOS version. It's you can skip all the puzzles. The puzzles in those games all suck. Like, I've never liked them, but the storytelling is uh, tremendous. Um, and 999 on its own is a is a great game. And yeah, I, uh, that designer. Um, writer did a, a new one that uh, I heard was good, um, but I, I I just you know I, those games are also long. Yeah, and I just didn't didn't get a chance to get around to it yet. But um, all right, to. Uh, then the other big one. What else do you have? What's next for you? Link's Awakening. So before Link, I guess same day. Link's Awakening. Let's talk about Link's Awakening. It's good. Yeah, Kato, I know yeah. you really liked it. I love that. Game. You think it's making your list? Probably. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. In, I'm in probably. It's probably like lower, like yeah. you know, it's like the lower back half. half. Yeah, for um, sure. but good. Yeah, and uh, you know, also you know, falls in that category of Resident Evil Two of like the right way to do uh, a, a remake. Um, like you know, it it's, doesn't lose the essence of what that game was mm. for better and worse. Like, because I remember writing in my review, it was like a difficult game to to review because I didn't play the original. Like, I played I played all the mainline Zelda games, but yeah, never yeah. touched any of the handheld ones for whatever reason. And so it's like, well, what, what am I judging this game as? Am I reviewing it? As someone that didn't play the original, I'm both reviewing it knowing it's a remake, but also can't forgive it because it's a night. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, it looks, they've aesthetically revitalized it, so it looks like a 2019 game, but man, it plays like a game from 1994 or whenever that came out. Um, you know, the dungeons are repetitive. There's like only so much, like it's, uh, so there are parts of it that don't really work, but it's short. It's got a really sweet story. And I actually like the fact that it's short. It's like 10 hours long. Like it's just, you're in, you're out. Um, it does its thing. It's it's really charming. Uh, I liked it a lot, um, and I thought I thought it worked really effectively as a remake too. Kyle, you played the original, right? Yeah. So I'm really curious for you original. as someone who right. So someone who did like the original a lot, you came to Link's Awakening, the new one, it still worked for you. Yeah, absolutely. In so far as I like, I was like the the thing that bothered me the most honestly was the random slowdowns. Right. Like yeah. because I already I already kind of knew what I was getting into with like how that space is laid out and stuff. And, and like, they never passed any of that shit, which makes me think it was just it's I, as good as it could yeah. get. As good as it's going to get, Jeez. which is too bad. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, I think it was, uh, apart from that, like a pitch perfect remake of that. And the stuff they added was like, like a really, like the UI stuff they changed right, in order and the to make it a more accommodating you, game. Yeah, you can equip more things because that makes more sense and all that. Like, that was great. Like, um, <clears throat> 
Yeah, I don't know. I like no, that, yeah. I like it's that, good. I like it's good. Fucking game. Yeah, awesome. Like I haven't thought about it a lot since, but like it was, it was just, it was really good. Yeah. Other game that came out same day. Untitled Goose Game. Hell yeah. yeah. I think that's in my top ten. Ooh, that's not even in this. I don't know See? why. I, I forgot to. Oh, no, I played it later. I played okay. it a couple weeks okay. later. That's why. I, it's in my, it's, currently, it's in my top ten. It's definitely going to be in my top ten. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm looking at my top ten, and there's a, a part of me wants. It's so weird, because I feel like you have a top ten list, and sometimes you start thinking, like, I want to u- I want to utilize my top ten list. Yeah, that's why I put Papers, Please as my number one game so many years ago. It was act- not actually, like, it was a perform- performative act to make that the number sure, one game. Sure, I don't mind pulling the curtain back on that shit sometimes. Like, that is, the, the role of a critic is very complex. It is not necessarily to, it is not only to reveal one's heart. It can also be to put the light on stuff that deserves it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I got, um, uh, what was it, uh, what Mario game? Super Mario 3D. Right. Land, right. Land, world, whatever one came out that year, Alex Navarro still is mad at me because I performed a trade with Jeff Gersman to get, I can't remember what game he wanted on the list. And I said, okay, that goes on the list. This comes off. Papers, please, gets to number 10. Right. And he said yes. And Alex screamed over the phone. I was like, you're not here in person. You have less power. <laughs> That's so funny. It's just true. It's just hard. It's, it's just, true. When yeah, you're yeah. in a, you a group it. of six people and you're the one person with a phone, it's like, God. I can cut this deal. But- I wanted it there because it was. I thought it was important for it to be on Giant Bomb's list, like just as a declarative act. And then yeah. I made like it would have been like number three. Like it was really important to me. It's not like I was taking a game that was eleven and just vaulting at one. But I was like, I want to say it's my favorite game of the year because I admire what it was doing and what it was saying. Yeah, uh, I did that with I, the complex thing. There is like I did that in twenty fourteen. My top two games were Eighty Days and uh, Fantasy Life, and I still mm. love. I love both of those games. And would play another Fantasy Life in a second. A Fantasy Life two hit right now on Switch. I'd be. I gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we were supposed to go see Shars Counterattack tonight, but Fuck. I can't. I gotta play Fantasy Life two. Damn. I gotta do. Gotta go do a work sim. I gotta do of... a work sim instead of having fun. But eighty days is the thing that's like. Even at the time, I knew it was the game I respected more and yeah. I loved more. But in that case, it was the opposite, which was like I I would rather talk about my weird vulnerability and like the fact that even though critically I don't think it's as good as 80 Days, it's what I needed was Fantasy right. Life in 2014. Uh, anyway, um, uh, there is another – oh, yeah, Goose Game. So Goose Game's a game where I feel like it's it, it's from such a small team. I think – I wrote a very positive review of it. I stand by that review. It also got its due in a way that, like, I didn't expect it to, but yeah. I'm happy it did. It became a phenomenon, legitimately. It really did. It really did. You get the Chrissy Teigen tweet, you're you're yes. good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, that game got played a lot all over the place. Um, and so it might not make my list because in doing it, some of the sheen wore off, not – which is unfair to it, but, like – when it's a little, when it's something that I'm like, I want you to pay attention to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes easy to justify that it gets in your top ten, especially if you're talking about like seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. You're you're sometimes slipping in games that are like, I want this to be here so that it's here, not because it's a outer wild. You know, like that right, doesn't have an outer wild. It is wild. hard for me to con- right. Outer wilds is. I want to be clear. A hundred percent, both heart and mind. Yes, yes you know, right. completely ahead of everything else on my list. But so I don't know the difference between a nine and an eight most times. Most right. times, I'm making a, a like a gut check, and you, any day I'd switch the nine and the eight. Right. Is there an element too of you see a thing you were really into, and then everyone gets into it, and it's not that it's not special anymore, but as you see your reflect, you see your yeah. reaction, your delight. Reflected now back at you from a thousand different sources, and each time it becomes it washes the experience out a little bit. Where it's like, oh, that magical like moment of discovery I had, 
was very well tuned. Everyone is having it. And so like right. the experience is less personal to me now. I Everyone has had that experience. Yeah. And it, it is it's tough because it's like, you know what it's like? You come to visit me in New York and you say, Oh, I you know what I've been reading? I'd really love to go out to eat at this restaurant. And I go, we don't want to go to that restaurant. That restaurant's fine, but I can take you to the real spot. I my, the person the Austin Walker list has stuff on it that you'll never find in in such and such a guide, you know. And that is part of the experience of building a top ten list. And so like, it is, it is true. And I might like that other restaurant. I might even want to go there <laughs> with other friends from the city. But when you're here, you're only here a little bit. And so I want to take you to a different place. And that is part of it. And I think that like. It is it is a little bit of the, like, seeing that same experience reflected again and again. But also, I get joy every time it comes up. Like, that is the thing about it. Like, I have not – it has not – I don't have a backlash towards the game. When I see someone, mm. like, share a clip of some shit, they of, like, pulling all of the signage in the game into a pit. It's like, <laughs> hell yeah, you did that. That's awesome. This game rules. So I don't know. It might, it might end up sticking it out. It may end up staying on the list. I'm not 100% sure yet. Good game, you, though. Good game. Are you putting it on? It's on my. It's, it's in on the, your. It's, it's in on consideration. The, yeah, it's in the yeah. in the you know fifteen games that's got to be whittled down. Yeah, Kato. Uh, yeah, I don't know because I, I'm having the same problem where like it's probably gonna fight for a spot with Nowhere Profit. Oh uh, uh, right. And nobody talked about Nowhere Profit at all. A no. game that I really enjoyed. Please go. Yeah. go for it. Actually, also, yeah, that was that was in the summer, wasn't it? If we're going chronologically, yeah, yeah, please. I forgot about anything that. that we that we missed by mistake. Um, yeah, so like, uh, no profit. Uh, this uh, roguelike deck building game where the 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 deck actually ends up being uh is is kind of your group of followers and the 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 people that you travel through this uh, kind of post apocalyptic uh like sand planet basically. Um, but it um. It had some really, uh, and here's here's the problem. This is why it's still in contention with like Goose Game at that like on to be on the list. Anyways, is that it, the some of the writing was really uneven, but ultimately by the end of my experience with it, uh, I had a really hopeful message mm. that I think like stuck the landing. Even though like, but the problem being that it's a roguelike. So if you do multiple runs and you don't get to the end, you might not ever hit those moments and keep getting some of the kind of more like, uh, this isn't some, like the characterization here isn't great with these other groups. And like, this kind of like not great. Uh, it's like high, high highs and real low lows sometimes, uh, in the middle parts there. Uh, and then, uh, combat wise, I like really, uh, enjoyed it, but it also, uh, didn't, uh, it doesn't um, uh, doesn't gain anything from being uh, within the same year as Slay the Spire, yeah. which I think did overall its mechanics a little better. I think thematically, the the cards being your followers and them showing up in uh, like story beats, and then like you getting to kind of know them worked really well. But then like the combat itself uh, was. Uh, you know, like it was like it was good, it was passable, but like Slay the Spire felt better as a deck game. Um, so, like, it's probably gonna make my list, but it's it's in that space of like there's a couple of like smaller games that I'm like kind of arguing over which which ones kind of like uh, is worth giving the shout out to at this point. 
Yeah, that um, makes sense. Totally. I um, I feel like uh, the one of those for me this year is Griftlands, which is still in early access. Right. The clay game, right? The next clay, the, yeah, the new clay game, um, which I like a lot. Uh, but it's like I'm afraid. I'm actually afraid it's going to fall into the same thing for me as. Um, Play the Spire, where like I play it this year, it comes out next year, and then I'll be like, oh, should I add it now? Um, It's a fantastic game that takes that takes some of the kind of deck building roguelike stuff further or into a different direction with like a little bit more, a little bit more characterization, a little bit more like here's a specific world you're in, uh, narrative threads. Uh, the combat is really cool. I mean, the 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 resolution is really cool because there's both combat resolution and narrative re- resolution, like uh, dialogue, mm-hmm. negotiation stuff. Uh, it's just really good, and the, it's just like beautiful. It's like a, it's a clay game, so like yeah. very distinct style, very great fashion, like really cool looking characters, great attacks, like all the stuff is just good. Um, but I'm like, ah, I don't want to. Every time there's a new update, I'm like, I'll just play. I'll do one run. I'll do one run in this new update. And That's then why I haven't off. started the new Super Giant game, Hades. Right. Hades. I'm waiting on Hades I've too. Heard I hear it's really fantastic. good. I hear yeah. people love it. Every I just saw they put out a huge fucking update yep. for it, and I thought, is this the time? And I'm like, it's been like what, like a year now? It's like that's got to be 1.0, like in the spring yeah, or something. It's like I'm just soon. gonna hold, just hold, hold the line, like wait a little it'll bit get longer. There. Yeah, it'll get, it'll get there. Uh, Griftlands is definitely another thing that like playing even that beta and yeah. then being like, I can see more clearly the deficiencies of uh, Nowhere Profits uh, combat, you know, and like yeah. those interactions. But like, I still enjoyed my time with it, so it's like. Yeah, like, I mean, that's the other half of, of a top 10 list is, fuck it, man, it's your top 10 list. Right. Like, put what <laughs> you want on it. I don't give a fuck. I've never, I've like, you know, run with it. Speaking of Cube World. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Came out in September. I'm so glad there's okay. resolution. Uh-huh. I'm glad I was able to put another 20 hours into that game. Yep. For a game I didn't, I bought se- seven uh, yeah, years ago. I'm... We talked about it. You can go back and listen to the Cube World episode. It may make my top 10 list. <laughs> I Look, just, really, ba- just, really ba- just based on the narrative conclusion right. of this, There's a- that it's alone. Just the fact that you it got came the out pl- when people didn't Look, like it. That game's could, perfect. That game could could suck, and it'd just be like the fact that we got to play it again. I get to is, close it, is the a loop. top ten moment. Of yeah, the year. certainly. The fact that I get to play it again. The fact that like it came out and was not the thing people wanted it to be, and it was this other weird, distinct thing in terms of its progression mechanics. That like the re- the revelation of like. Yeah, this was always going to be a thing you played for a couple dozen hours with your friends and you had an okay time with and then you were going to move on. It was never going to – again, it's like the No Man's Sky Forever game thing again. Yeah. Like people wanted a game that would replace Minecraft for them. But but this the couple that was making this game was never making the game that was going to replace Minecraft. They are making a game that you could play with your friends for a couple weeks or right. a couple nights in a row or a couple weeks. Uh, and – and that they did that, and I really enjoyed playing through it with my friends again. Like yeah. I had, I had the two weeks of playing that game and slowly poking at it and figuring it. Out. I said this when this game came out, but like one of the things I love most in a video game is like, what is this? What is this thing? Uh, it's why I love Outer Wilds so much. And unlike Cube World, Outer Wilds ends up being like, well, it's this thing and it's this thing, and look at all the stuff that's never been done and blah blah blah. Cube World is like, okay, it's this. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it, but it was. A, I had a great it. time. I think yeah. it has a great atmosphere, a great environment really kind of cool looking areas um and i it just closing the door closing the closing the door on that yeah. one is a is a, a definitive moment of 2019 for sure uh destiny 2 shadow keep yeah Kato. yeah you said you've said it a couple of times during our recordings today it's everything out it consumed your time yeah absolutely i put 
so that that the game came out on uh, Steam with Shadowkeep. I've got eighty hours on that. Like, <laughs> it's the most mm-hmm. played game on on my Steam list that I've played this year. Uh, it's and it's the best that Destiny's ever been, which is a, a thing I find my, myself saying a lot about Destiny, except for that one that one year of Destiny Two when it came out, and then those two expansions were bad. Yeah. Um. But uh, since Forsaken, <laughs> they've kind of turned things around and like they've kept building and uh, gone better. I like they keep making good decisions i think with the direction that they're taking destiny destiny 2 and uh, especially with the kind of narrative stuff that they're doing nowadays uh and the ways that they're uh finding ways to tell stories without needing to use time and budget to make large cutscenes. like that's not even always the best way to deliver story especially in a world that is supposed to be ongoing um a lot of the quests that they've put out with Shadowkeep and a lot of the the story stuff that was in there happened outside of cutscenes and and were with was more character focused than those stories had been before. Eris, mm. uh, like you, the whole thing with Eris Morn and like talking through her and her fire team and the the like weekly quests of coming back and like helping her like deal with the kind of. Uh, the literal and figurative specters of her past uh, was great, and it's absolutely going to make my top ten, like no question. I would hope, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing: Destiny, Destiny, uh, year year one, Destiny, Destiny, Curse of Osiris, and Warmind would not have made my list that year if I was making lists, and I right. wasn't. Right. But <laughs> like, as for as much as I kept up with that game, it was very much like. Uh, all right, I mean, I have invested in it already. I already have this DLC, so I'm going to check it out, play through the story, feel bad because there's nothing else to do and the story wasn't that good, and go play something else. Yeah. Uh, I am so curious to see uh, how this, like, seasonal s- yeah. situation goes. They just yes. announced their fo- their next season, or it started. Yep. It starts on And Tuesday. this is, like, the Saint-14 shit, right? Yeah. Which is... Fucking a... and Osiris. Right, right, Which is, like... Yeah. Great because they fucked up Osiris and Curse of this Curse yeah. of Osiris, so I'm happy they're going back to to, to uh, that character to lift the curse. Yeah, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see some of that stuff. Um, sorry, I got very. We've been in this room a long time, and I, got, I looked out the door, and I got very disoriented because of the way the light looked. It looked like there was a fog. It really, I thought it was like foggy. Anyway, I'm gonna look at this <laughs> list of video games, and we can. Rob. Yeah. Uh, you had a you had a big one in here. Or I guess I'm I'm curious if it still is if it still is is kind of your your cross to bear the thing that you're defending the 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 oh, ghost recon breakpoint break defense force. How are you like? It has been a few months. Have you kept up with it? Did it make a strong enough impression on you that you think it's breaking your it might top ten like it like something will not it, my suspicion is it gets knocked off okay as I start playing some of these things in the final like sprint before I go on vacation mm-hmm. um, but right now it's like right there I did fall off of it because Death Stranding came up like it yeah. was one of those things I stopped I fell out of the loop and I just didn't get back to it um, honestly Death Stranding also changed my relationship with Breakpoint a little bit because. Hmm. So much of the friction that interests me in Breakpoint was there in Death Stranding without all the cruft that defines Breakpoint. 
And so playing Death Stranding right after Breakpoint, I was kind of thinking like somewhere at Ubisoft, there's someone who's like, fuckers wouldn't let me make that. Like <laughs> I had like, why do you think the soldiers can just fall the fuck down a mountain in Breakpoint? The point was like wilderness survival and like operations in, in deep enemy territory. And they didn't fully commit to that bit. Yeah. Uh, and so playing Death Stranding, which is really like purely focused on those friction points, kind of threw into stark relief the ways that Breakpoint kind of flinched from paying off some of the more interesting ideas that it had in it. Yeah. Also, as I started playing with more people, I started enjoying Breakpoint a little bit less because the design was kind of flimsy in the face of large groups. Like larger groups of players could start churning through it in a way that was very familiar from like The Division, for yeah. instance. But like – When you and I played it, we just the right just just little right underpowered. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, and a little bit hectic and, and chaotic in terms of, uh, you know, who is doing what and getting disconnected. Like, not get, there were some major issues with the PC release. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, but like losing contact with each other and like, uh, so I've gotten into a big firefight over here. I need help. Yeah. I'm, like, there was a lot of great stuff there, and then my solo experiences where. I was so overwhelmingly outgunned and trying to figure out like how to do various uh, missions that like Breakpoint remains a source of a lot of like great memories and gaming moments uh, from this year. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with it. I completely fell off of it after that time we played yep. because other stuff came up yep. and it's so it it is. <laughs> It's so overwhelming, not just in the sense, not in the in the sense that you just talked about in terms of being surrounded by enemies and uh, you know overwhelmed by the environment, and et cetera. Which I also like. You wish it would have leaned even more into. Yeah, overwhelming in the sense of like this is a game that has a battle pass. This is a game that has you know a huge skill tree and expects to support me playing it for two hundred hours. And like I'm already trying to play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> And I can't, I can't do two of those in one year. Um, but like, if the game had just been a little more all killer, no filler, yeah, a hundred percent. That's the thing that fucks me up. About if this. more of it had been the mansion assault, yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, if it didn't feel the need to be my one true game and make sure I log on every day for a log on bonus or whatever. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that style of it, it, its strengths don't loan itself to that style. I of just want to go structure where Eagles dare some shit like <laughs> right now. Yeah, totally. Like, if you, if you were like, I know a good mission to go run, I would do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is the part of that game that works so well. Um, and in that way, it always felt like Arma light. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Where yes. you you see people who do like Armor Three shit, and it's like, wow, like it's like doing a weekly MMO raid, except it's like twenty people or ten people doing a raid on a facility, you know, down a mountain, and like it's they're not fighting a hundred people, they're fighting twenty people, and it's terrifying and really cool. And this felt like that, like an arcadey version of that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that a version of it that focused more in on that would have just completely wooed me and just been like so so distinct and instead it kind of put on the clothing of this other game uh, yeah. and or, or it's the other way around it was the other game that put on the clothing of of this kind of sim um and and it couldn't quite mesh them right for me uh 
I liked it, but I didn't. But I wasn't going to stick with it. Kato, I know you started. I know Patrick, you too. Indivisible. Did either of you keep playing that game? No, the wait, I, the wait for Switch. Me too. Yeah, I checked. I keep checking in every once in a while. I played like an, an, an hour, a night or two ago, and I still enjoy it. But I like, I'm only like eight hours in total, and I'll get back to it eventually. But some of the like platforming stuff is a long uh, game yeah it's longer than i expected yeah i remember looking Uh, up when i was trying to figure out what i wanted to play the rest of the year it's like like 30 hours oh wow yeah Yeah. okay i thought that was like a 12 to 14 hour adventure it's like nah, it's a big old thing so yeah yeah the big 30 hour rpg that is the thing that i need to make time for and finish i guess it may be closer to 20 uh, Disco Elysium, also October. Right. Uh, right. I've gone back to it a couple times. I'm slowly progressing through it. I don't really have a big update yet. My hope is I, I haven't settled any of the issues I had with it at launch, but enough people now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's trust worth committing to. Committing to, yeah. Th- I'm going to commit to it. I'm going to, to emphasize it. Uh, and so hopefully, ho- my hope is that I come away really happy, but really, actually, my hope is I come away really interested or really like. I hope I have feelings about that game. Right. And I can talk about those feelings. Uh, if not uh, in the the top ten list, then you know in some other some other format. Um, Valfaris, Patrick, is it making the list? Oh my god! Yeah, there's a, there's an argument I can make that my favorite game of the year. Really? Wow. Yeah, it's just a really tremendous action game. It looks incredible. It sounds incredible. It plays incredible. Like it just hits on all cylinders for the exact type of thing that it's trying to do. And a lot of what's trying to do is the exact kind of shit that I love. Like, I'm really into hard, punishing games. I, I, I don't think this one is, like, uh, overtly punishing. Like, I, I don't... I think you can... The average player can come into this. It doesn't have to be, like, I'm a fan of the genre. It's the only yeah, yeah, the only yeah. type of person that can play it. it but it's... Uh, it just com- it's just... It's just so much fun. The genre um, they need to be a fan of is metal, sci-fi. Yeah. Like, hardcore... Yeah, you want to play an Iron Maiden album? Yeah, that's like, exactly. I don't even like yes. Iron Maiden. Like, but that's but the vibe. That's yeah. the vibe, and it's uh, yeah, it's just so. It's just you know, you get all these weird weapons, and it's just yeah. I I adored playing that game. I was so mad when it ended. It ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, and, does it? Uh, that sucks. It's a very natural cliffhanger. Like you know, it just sets up future adventures of of that dude you're playing as. Um, the, the story is inconsequential. I just. I just love everything about it. Um, uh, so yeah, Val- Valfaris will probably be probably won't be my favorite game of the year because there's a good chance that's probably Sayonara Wild Hearts. But um, huh. yeah, uh, but Valfaris is is really really high up there. Yeah, I I have Sayonara mm. Wild Hearts on my like consideration list, uh-huh. but I don't think it's gonna break. Sure. It's very good though. Yeah, it's like. Part of that, you know what? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to get get on. But it, I'll, you know what? The nice thing about it is, I'll play it again. Right. I just go play it again. It's Ninety minutes. You're good. Yeah. I'll put on endless or not endless or whatever the album. I mode. wish that I wish uh, that game had an attract mode. Oh, that'd um, be great. Just let it run. I wish more games had an attract mode. Uh, but but especially Cyanar Wild Hearts. I wish I could just like you. Yes, you can play the soundtrack. You know, soundtracks on Spotify and whatever. But I, the visuals are so incredible in that game. That I'd love if there was just a let's, you know what I mean? Just like let the game play yeah. from start to finish, and I could just put that on in the background. Like I would love to have that something that's just like, hey, I've got some friends over. I'm just gonna put Sign or a Wild Hearts on, like I'm putting on an LP, and it just plays in the background. It's too bad that something like that isn't there. But yeah, like I wrote my review, like that, you know, that game made me understand Res. Um, uh, we don't need to relitigate uh, the uh, what electronic music is. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> that debate. Um, 
debate. Guy who doesn't know what electronic music is, Patrick Kingdom. Kingdom. <laughs> is this electronic music? It's, I love this. Kingdom, it's, it sounded like pop. It's a <laughs> Kingdom Hearts fans. Uh-huh. Electronic fans. Uh-huh. You know, you're out here. Uh-huh. I, see, I see you. Um, and uh, I am you. That's the thing. Uh-huh. It's you. Uh, and yeah, it's just like the, that, 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 that soundtrack, the game, the message of the game, like all really spoke to me in a way that uh, I, I remember telling you after I'd played it at a PAX, I was like, I don't know, like this isn't really doing a whole lot for me. And I was really worried about it. Um, but it's one that I think really comes into its own. And I had a, yeah, a really tremendous yeah, some of those, time with Some it. of those level gimmicks are so good. Gim- yeah. Gimmick is an unfair word, maybe. No, but that, a, I mean, a, but it's a, 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 it's a like, game with a thousand ideas yes. and it's willing to just throw them away. Throw them away. Really? No, I'll come. And actually, I, I think there was more they could have done with some of those ideas. Um, but it is to the game's credit that it says, ah, fuck it. Nah, we'll no. just go on. Like, that is it. We could build a whole game around that. No. Nah. No. Just move on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, would, I would love to see what the cutting room floor stuff with this me game, which would too. be, I'm sure, a billion I guess, things. Like, briefly, for people Give me who a don't B-size. know, there's like vehicles in that game, yeah. which is wild. There's cybernetic wolves. <laughs> That's true. There's a, like a boss fight yeah. with a cybernetic wolf. That thing is wild. Uh, that whole forest stage is a real yeah. I, I think the twins game. might be my favorite. Yes. Because uh, the way that, that like ends up, the, the way that mechanic ends up mm-hmm. uh, evolving is fantastic. Yeah. With the snap. Oh, oh the snap. The, the snap, snap is extremely is so good. good. You know? Thanos you know had what? the wrong all, idea. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Thanos was on. Maybe Thanos was on to something. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, other October stuff. The the big one uh, is probably Outer Worlds. That's the one that I think dominated so much of our conversation. Um, but I think we've all like we've all arrived at the same place with that. game. I think so. It took us. It so took la- us, the night before did I you came, finish it. So I'm really close. Like, I to the point where um, I finished. The game doesn't communicate real well when you're about to enter the end game, and so. I did a quest. Uh, you wait, know, wait. You said it doesn't communicate very well. Well, no. There's so there. There's an end game you enter. It communicates extremely well. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me explain. There's two different. I think I, I'm about to. But when you enter a certain part of the end game, a bunch of other quests die along with it. Like there's, you know, the woman you're talking to in Byzantium. Yeah, and she's sending you on like various things. Oh, you see, could do I for did her. not see. You know what I did is I what? murdered her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. I'm not doing her shit. Let's talk about a different woman. You know, like the the cop, the like second in command. Yeah, the lady who's like, "Hey, go like turn in." You know, uh, the 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 guy you're working with. Yeah, well, I, I guess maybe you never saw those quests. No, so she. Can we talk spoiler sure, cone? Here yeah, we go. Okay. We're talking about some of the end game spoiler stuff. Cone. So Byzantium. Yeah. I, so I do. So Byzantium one. Did you find the woman in the the lab? Mm, the, the lab where you learn what's up. You learn yeah, about yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. so I found that and then I went back to Wells thing I could hook them up you you can't actually do that because there's a scientist in the lab in the basement of that one place right that uh, the space pirate lady sends you to right Dude, space pirate lady is like there's aliens and you go there and they're like no we're all just dying right uh, and then you uh, I thought I, I ended up being like you can live but only if you help us solve this in the long term right 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 and that doesn't go anywhere. Then you have the thing where you have to go into the chairman's place. You go into the chairman's place. Uh, and then at some point, you get the call from the chairman's second in command, whatever her name is. Like, yes. She's like the head of the military, sort of, kind of, or the head of like the. Yeah, she's like the real, like pulling the real levers of power. Uh, and she says, plant a bug on this dude, on Wells, basically, right? right? And so I, I was like, yo, this one wants me to plant a bug on you. 
And he was like, all right. Yeah, that's what I, I did. Okay, that. so you did that yeah. bit where, where it's like you plant the fake bug or you like kind of send them the wrong information or whatever right. it is. And then she's like, all right, come to see me, right? Yeah. And she's told me like, all right, well, then what I'm going to need to go do is kill this all these people in this facility. So I agreed to that quest figuring there's got to be something else I can do. I was like, do. absolutely not. And she was like, all right, well, I guess we got to fight each other then. Oh, right. No, I did murder her. Yeah, I killed her. Yeah, okay, okay. What no, stuff did she make you do? What? Uh, well, maybe, no, no, no. Did you go I, didn't, I didn't go back to to have the murder sequence. Like, oh. if you go onto the hope and then, like, set up the jump that you're doing, yeah. then that quest line just dies. I see. So you just, you she don't, you don't. She gave you the stuff to do. She gave me the stuff to do. And then if you, if you trigger the hope jump sequence, then, that, then of course you've picked your side and yeah, she yeah. doesn't want to fuck with you. So I, I did that. And then I was like, fuck, now I need to like walk out of the hope. Like, go, yeah. I just wanted to, you I know, really I like, forgot that the, the murder part happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought, thought for that, a second that, that you too. went and killed all no, the people. No, 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 no. I think no, no, she no. like sends you back to, she sends you back to. The first place. Edgewater. To yeah. Edgewater. She's like, well, kill all yeah, those go, people. Yeah, no, I said no. Yeah, yeah I said no to Fuck that. no. What? Like, I had my girl in my party with yeah, me. I was like, on. I'm not going to do this. Fuck out of here. Especially not in front of her. <laughs> right? So, so in, you know, even me with the Edgewater shit where I sent them, I left them to fucking die. Uh, <laughs> supported the... <laughs> I don't know. That seems like every planet you leave on some level, you yeah, just leave them to true. fucking die. That's true. Uh, yeah, I ended up I ended up killing her. And then, like, that fight out of the... Did you also kill her, Rob? Oh, by Byzantium, I was just like... Let's fuck all these people. Let's <laughs> gotta fucking move on. Yeah. Let's I like I was like, hey, where's this chairman at? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, I had max persuasion. Guys, excuse me, you can't go there. And I was like, fuck off. Go see the other guy. <laughs> Boosh. In through the hole in the wall. All right, let's well you got your got your computer, Mr. Man. Hey, hey, help me help me unlock this computer. Boop. Yeah. It's like, hey, we're all starving. I was like, cool, that doesn't seem good, but pretty fairly predictable from what we've observed. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. Hey, what's in this basement? It's a fucked up lab. Boosh. Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so Vicar Max, a lot of Vicar Max with you then. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the shotgun boosh. Yeah. Yeah. Then I was like, his is the only power I never got tired of. Oh, uh, it's very good. His little yeah. quips were, it's, I've heard this a million times. Yeah, he's great. And then it's like, oh, are you gonna say? Are you gonna like take the goo from these people and like kill them? Because like, we need the goo to resurrect the people. I was like, oh, take right, take half the goo. Take half the goo. Yeah, I too. did that. Twenty twenty two point six five or whatever. Yeah. yeah, turns out not enough. Should have taken all of it. You know, you it take, was yeah. yeah. But yeah. anyway, I did a bunch of other shit, and I was like, eh, it's fine. I don't care enough anymore. I just Which is the actual story of this game. Yeah. It's like by the end, I'm like, I don't care. I'm not. I, I'm not engaged with. I'm not like this. The side. The side quest with the characters are the only thing I truly liked. Also, I didn't get to finish one of those because it bugged out for me. It said that Felix died, so I have no idea how. So Felix that happened ends. with some of the characters. Like Felix. that happened with uh, one it was of the characters. Very funny. And then, and then I loaded back, and basically, like, basically, if you just break sequence, I like, just go in and out of things a couple times, yeah. and go like fix what you know, like really. So well, I don't fix it. It just like whatever co- was going to cause the the death. I see. You just like throw the loop off. I got you. So I, I, for me, I had to go back like six hours. Oh, I was, like, that's bad. He's dead now. I guess and I forgot. You don't just I, compulsively save. I do, but I but I didn't notice it until six hours later. Oh. So it's like, yeah, great. I could go do. So it it fa- I didn't realize it failed his mission, and the reason I didn't realize it is it still worked. I went and found the person on the, gra- the, the ground. The questline was dead. I was, but it was it was dead in the menu. But I didn't know it was dead until I went back. I sorry, I did the first two steps of it because the, the steps still fire. Like it just doesn't. But once you have to do the the one after that, then it's it when you go meet someone yeah. on a planet somewhere, okay. and you I hope he's like. Yeah, what's up? And I'm like, you didn't give me a dialogue option. You just are like a regular NPC who said, yeah, what's up? 
what the fuck is going on? And I open the thing. It's like, oh, you failed that quest. Like, mm. when did I fail that quest? And it's like, oh, because Felix is dead. I'm like, Felix is next to me, dog. <laughs> and it was actually very funny because the end, you know, the end of this game, it has the fallout thing of like, and then in Edgewater, whatever yeah, happens, yeah. happens. And it was like, poor Felix didn't get to see whatever <laughs> happened to the, to the, you know, the new arrival because he, he died in the line of duty. He stayed there wondering, what's up? <laughs> no, he died. They're like, yeah. straight up like, he died. The, you know, the, the captain asked too much of him and he died along the way. Like, the fuck I did. Felix <laughs> barely did shit for me. Ugh, anyway. Uh, I love in that game that... I'm sure I didn't miss much anyway on the Felix the, uh The dialogue option to just outright dismiss a crew member is just like ever present. I have yeah. dismissed crew members multiple times because because like I'm just smashing through the yeah, dialogue. Yeah, I'm like yeah. go 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 go, but like it's just, just there. Say to them, when and it's just like, like go actually, go go. I need go. you. I need you to leave the ship. Yeah. Gar- like, no no no. Garbage robot, get the fuck out. Get the here. fuck out of here. Yeah, so like, How is there no quest for the, the robot? What well, the, the fuck? Quest it's a bad is, robot. It's a, it's a bad, robot. bad robot. But there could have been a quest to make it a good robot. But they didn't. They had a robot. Put a brain in that robot to make a good robot. Instead, they just used it as a joke because your ship's horny for the robot. Uh, did you not? Did you not come across that? No, I missed that the ship was horny for the robot. No, the ship is horny for the robot, dude. Okay. Like sometimes you'll come back there and like the ship will be like, "I am a filthy ship. You must clean me." <laughs> and like the robot what? is like is like dusting the cockpit. Yeah. And, Ooh. All right. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, I'm so here the, for it. The I'm entire the judge, Sam, yeah. right? Isn't that Sam the, is yeah. the robot? Yeah. And the entire end of the game, I was just like, I need to get the fuck through this. Yeah. I, need, I need to be done. Yeah. Like, we got to rescue Phineas from uh, the 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 prison. What a planet. disappointing final! I, so I like talking my way through <laughs> that prison planet. It's the only planet. the second worst prison planet. Oh, uh, on, uh, on yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I talk my way through the prison planet. Yep. Like, don't fight a soul. It's kind of cool to see the people you've supported come in to help you, but it would have been more cool if that was like... But they didn't... I, I was like, I yeah, have, I've got this. I got it, guys. I'm just I'm going to walk me. through. Yeah, I'm walking by these guys. Why are you... Yeah, sorry to spoil a little bit it's of what's fine. coming, but... Uh, and then the final, final, final thing, which is the thing you're going to hit probably is yeah. there's like a moment of like the bad guy is like, I have a robot that you're going to fight. And then obviously you don't fucking fight it because you have a computer. And you're like, turn it off or like make it blow up or whatever. And then finally, I thought I was going to get the like Mass Effect 1 big conversation thing at the end where it's like, oh, there's going to be like a, a contest of wills. I'm going to be able to debate, like debate me, bro, <laughs> for the head of this organism, of the, of the entire board or whatever. And like, we're going to have, we're going to have it out ideologically. Change my mind. And mm. no, he was, there was no mm. back and I shot him in the fucking head. He's just happened. a cipher. He's yeah. like, I'm recording my PR statement. So also, so yeah, the game builds up to. You interrupt the recording session for the video that plays in Wally, basically. basically. Like, like all of this game is basically the setup for Wally, and <laughs> then you then. But in my playthrough, then I still had that power behind the throne to deal with. So I was like, "Hey, Mr. I like, hey, CEO guy, get the fuck out of here." Okay. And he was like, "I'll do whatever you want me to." Don't do. shoot me. And I was like, "Good, you work for me now. Me and Phineas are gonna tell you what to do." <laughs> and then the security lady was like. I have a thing or two to say about that. And I was like, I have all three of my persuasion staff maxed <laughs> out, so let's go. And she was like, it was just like threaten, threaten, persuade. Right. And she was like, all right, I guess uh, Galaxy is yours. And I was like, cool. And the end. then the game was like, but they're probably pretty fucked anyway. I was like, yeah. Yeah, okay. I will say again, I really like the the late game reveal that like the diet toothpaste isn't just a funny gag but is 
about making people not want to eat because yeah. the food is bad. Yeah. That's in like the the little those little hooks are all really clever. There was kind more of, of that. There should have been more of that. But it's that felt novel for this style of game yes. where it's like, oh, actually all this disconnected stuff that you thought was side stuff is actually main plot stuff. Very cool. Um not gonna make my list. Nope. Uh just keep moving. Luigi's Mansion 3? Mm, liked no? it. Anyone? No? Well, I, no yeah, liked played it. it, reviewed it, liked it, but eh, you know, didn't yeah. leave much. Like, enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. We'll never think about it again. Uh, one from earlier. Yes. Uh, Grindstone. Well, oh, yeah, assuredly make my, my top ten list. Just a really, like, I was, I was making up some bad excuses to, like, play another round of that <laughs> game. Like, there was, there was one time we had to go to a afternoon kid thing. Um, at my daughter's daycare and my wife got off work early and we, you know, it's like a, it was, I think it was like a Halloween thing, like parents come and like, you know, trick or treat around the daycare or whatever with your, with your kids. And, uh, we get there and uh, I told, I told my wife, I was like, uh, I gotta take like a work call really quick. And I was in the middle of a round and <laughs> wow. well, cause in grindstone, if it, there's no save state mid round. Right. Sure. So if you exit the app, it uh-huh. just restarts the round. And so. So you just had it open? She didn't spot the grindstone. She's like, you were getting a call from grindstone. No, I, she doesn't. You know, she's yeah. not. She's driving. She's not she's looking not at my phone. Watching. Yeah, yeah, she's you, not screen you watching. Trust each other. <laughs> and yeah, so I. And the thing is, I. <laughs> Who are you swiping with? Well, she didn't like. She didn't quite put it together because, like, I finished the round. Like, I got like a good like like match of what I needed. Finished the round before she'd even made it to like the door of the place. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I don't need to take that call. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just, I'm you just saying, really loved it. the game yeah, got its got fucking yeah, hooks. And like, yeah. I'd put it, I'd, I really liked it at launch. And then it was a week, I think in October, I had like 102 fever for like a week. It was in a, in a bad way. And so just like sitting in bed, sweating until like three in the morning until like I could fall asleep. And what I did during that time was like, just I needed, I needed something simple. Yeah. I didn't want to have to put a lot of effort into it. And like grindstone was like that thing it was perfect uh, for, for me. And it was a, it's a really good one of those. Like it is, you haven't done Apple arcade. You have a free month. Um, play grindstone. You know, go, just go play grindstone. And uh, the reason I've had Apple arcade subscribe for two months, is like I paid five bucks to play grindstone for two months. You subscribed was, to grindstone. Basically. I subscribed to grindstone. And it, it was a hundred percent worth. And I yeah. really hope they add more stuff to that game. So, uh, on my list, the next thing worth that comes up is Death Stranding, which you already started to talk about here, Rob. I'm guessing Rob 100% makes your list. Is it your number one? No, of course not. <laughs> All right, of course not. No, I mean it's 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 on there. Okay, All right. uh, is it high up? It's mid. It's mid. Okay. Uh, mid. All right. I'm a little surprised. In terms of like what brought me like. In terms of pure, uncomplicated joy, Control buried Death Stranding. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, you know, honestly, like, for me, like, Heart is probably, like, Eliza might be the most, like, just straight to the, straight to the heart and head uh, hit I've taken this year. Death Stranding is high up. I really enjoyed that experience. Um, But I think it's also such a shaggy dog game in some ways that, like... Because Kojima as a storyteller never knows when to stop explaining and unpacking that a lot of the things I really adored about Death Stranding and that really captivated me, by the end, he'd steadily sort of bled some of the magic out of. Not entirely. Like, I still loved walking around delivering parcels in that world. I loved tending my beautiful zipline garden. Um, 
I loved driving big rigs down the floating hell highway. Um, but also the end of that game is so much exposition about like, here's what's really going on. And then in case you didn't get it, someone else would be like, so here's what was really going along. And then gives you that same information. And then there's a two hour movie basically where here's the backstory in case you have not put all these things together. (laughs) Here is what has really been going on this entire time. And I'm like, I got it. Like, actually, I had a lot of the stuff figured mm, eight hours into the game. And so Death Stranding, I think, sabotages itself a bit by just over-explaining a, a concept that is but that's at its ca- best. that's Kojima. Like, if you played his other games, you'd be going, right, this is just the house style. About this is what he does. Right, Language that- parasites and Wolbachia. And I, and I think that's the <laughs> I thing. I just is, finished watching all of the Metal Gear Solid Five stuff, and he does all the same shit. Death Stranding is so close to being like science fiction magical realism, and all it would have taken to land that is just to shut the fuck up. It's just at a certain point, like shut the fuck not up. Not everything needs it. to be explained, right. man. God. Not everything. And Kojima's like, I gotta explain it. You probably didn't get how clever this is. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not as clever as you think. And actually, it'd be more <laughs> clever if you just let it yeah. lie instead yeah. of explaining yeah. it. Subtlety is for cowards. Is, would it, um, Subtext is for cowards, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different things yeah, are going yeah, for there. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I want to find out if... Um, so in this game, when the embargo... Around the time the embargo was up, in a Discord channel we are in... Austin, there was people wanted to discuss a line. Do you not know what the line is yet? Is it a spoiler to know what the line is? You know what I'm talking about? I do know the line. Do you know what the line is? No, but I'm also going to play this game. What? I know the line. It's it's very corny. It's I'll say one of the words is princess, Rob. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't. Do you think we should spoil it for? But it's not really a meaningful line. I know, that's the thing, right? It's like, I'd rather just show it to him now so he could laugh about it. Can you pull this up, yeah. Kato? Is there audio? Can you make it? Yeah, you can make it so we can hear it, right? Yeah. Um, Put it somewhere. Man, Kato always uses such big windows. Yeah. I admire Kato's courage. He's like, I've got the screen real estate. Do I'm it. just going to fill it. Dude, Patrick, you look this way. You're not allowed to see this. Oh, okay. Until it happens. Pa- uh, uh, I'm going to link you. How's yeah, that sound? Yeah, yeah. How's, does that work? Uh, all right. That's what I figured you were doing. That's why I, I, was, it up. I was not. I was not thinking that far <laughs> ahead. Uh, now I'm linking you, though. Uh, ideally, Kato, you won't see the, what it says either. Just make it big. Hello Kitty. Hello and Kitty friends. and Friends. World Market. Uh, let's get through this advertisement. This is definitely a spoiler. There's a spoiler element here, because this is that. This is a minute of that scene. Rob, would you say? Would you say this is a big spoiler? No. Okay, Patrick, I need you to. I can look now. Not yet. Okay. Uh, hit play so that the title disappears. How do we go do ahead? It, do we look around? Like fragile. No. The beach goes the whole way. We run together. Run. Yeah. Like Mario and Princess Beach. Bye, Patrick. Patrick took his headphones off. What the off. fuck? You're going to hit a pause now. That's... Uh-huh. What? Yeah, like Mario and Princess Beach. And it's in quotes? It's in quotes. So, in the game, it sounds oh much more like Peach. 
It's Beach. There's yeah, subtitles. I know. I, know. I didn't watch. I didn't play it with subtitles, so that line just got worse. <laughs> beached things. Just beach. Just beach things. Oh, <laughs> uh, beach things. Tony, Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> Hartman hanging out. God. Well, so yeah, that mm. game has bad writing. The, yeah. The 2019 Bears are there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the Eagles, honestly. I uh, wish he worked with a screenwriter. Like, yeah, I, if he had, I mean, but maybe that would, mm. maybe that just doesn't, you know, you maybe see that's that bad. Not... Did you see that bad thread? What from the Kong Island director? No. What's his name? John, not John Voight. John. Oh, Vo- right. Vocht yes, Roberts yes. Or... I know who you're talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Voight Roberts. John Vogt Vogt V O G T. Yeah, he did Kong Skull Island, and uh, he's been trying to make that MGS movie. Oh yeah, where he like was like. <sighs> Was just the Black Widow one? It's the Black Widow it's one. Like, it you know what? Looks going. Looks like Black Widow. Just everything ripped. ripped they just ripped off Metal Gear Solid. I was like, Shut I, the like fuck the thing up. is, like, it starts and you're like, there's a shot where it's just someone shooting a bazooka out of a I'm, helicopter, well, and he's like, he's like, took, Metal Gear. Took that from Metal Gear. Like, like, it starts with he, him being like, oh wow, she's wearing, uh, she's wearing white, huh? That remind, sure reminds me of a certain patriot who sa- who saved the world. Like, okay, <laughs> like I guess the boss did wear white, and then it's like, hmm, hmm, when that white suit first appear. Ah, 2010, six years after MGS3 introduced the boss. <laughs> and like, yeah, okay. And then it keeps, it's just like again and again and again. At one point, now we should touch on CQC. What CQC, you ask? It's a legendary and technical style of combat oh unique to the Metal Gear Stop. franchise. Stop. You, mm. Stop. Unique. It's called Metal Melee. Gear invented martial arts. <laughs> invented martial arts. Uh, Which you think would have come up in that documentary we watched for Waypoints. (laughs) (laughs) CQC in the Age of Loneliness. (laughs) Uh, The thing that's fucked up is you know Felix would absolutely do a Metal Gear Solid in the the Age of Loneliness bullshit thing. I would watch that. Yeah, I'd watch it too. Ugh. That's true. Uh, I'm, anyway, still, I'm still gonna play that. I'm game. gonna still play that game too. That is that is my big holiday break game. I think. Yeah, I, I, that is I, I, that I know I'm not gonna finish in time, and I just need to let, let that it go. go. And also, yep. I don't. It's hard to for me to imagine. It will not breach my top. Right. So then I just don't feel the pressure or to it, do it. it. Like it might, as opposed to like a, it might it might breach the bottom half. Yeah. But whereas like, I feel more worse about like a Disco Elysium, where it's like I just know that's gonna be maybe my favorite game next year. And like, right, and it's like I'd rather at this point I have the time right. to commit to a Disco Elysium and a Control before I write this, right. probably. Right. Um, and it's like, where do I put that time? How do I prioritize it? And I don't. I'm not giving Kojima that no that that time no. of mine right now. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, but we'll be we'll be on your list, Rob. Mid. Or did we just Mid. ruin it with that cutscene? Did we just knock it, it down? It, you knock it down a spot. It, 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 went, it, went from, it went from six to nine. No, I think it's, it's at five. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pokemon making your list, Kata. No. I know yeah. you've been... <laughs> I mean, listen, I know that there was a... There was, no, know. no, no, yeah. No, it's lower than it probably would have been if it were any of the other Pokemon games. Right. For real. Mm. Uh, but I still think that the mechanical changes that they made and the kind of overall uh, framing and world setting that they've done, like... Is a good. It's a good Pokemon game. It's not one of the better Pokemon games. Uh, I still really enjoy that, and I'm gonna. Even though I like blew through it, uh, quote unquote, finished it. Uh, I'm gonna keep playing it past campaign stuff because the the other stuff that's there is really fun still. Cool. Um, yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there somewhere. Somewhere in there. I I completely fell off of it. I like hit the realization. I was like, I'm gonna play through. I you know what. 
good like self care decision on my mm-hmm. part. I was like, I'm gonna play through a third of this and then stop. Yep. Yeah. I'm like you know what? Let me play through a tenth of this and then stop. There you Done. go. Out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of committing to the third, pretending I would play all mm-hmm. th- playing the whole Look, thing. Look, if you're not doing this for content, then you're good. I can make my own choices now. Yep. I'm yeah. free. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> like, I'll go back to well, yeah it's like I, I I entertain the idea of playing it I've played Pokemon before I've yeah, liked Pokemon before but it seems like largely the same thing I'm interested in Has it there being been a I'm more interested, dramatic change I'm interested in being different I understand that it probably won't ever be that and so I've long accepted I think the last one I tried was XY on like 3DS yeah and, I like you play Sun uh, huh, what you should play one of the Sun and Moon ones sure uh, but even then it's they just, should put it on Switch <laughs> put yeah. it on Switch <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bringing out my 3DS because I'm, I'm, I'm not good at this. Yeah. I don't know where my 3DS is. Let alone the charger. I, I went back oh. and finished. It's not, it's not like a, it looks like a USB, but it's, it's not, not. It's like its own little fucked yeah, up thing. Proprietary. Uh, only like I, ha- I hadn't touched. When did Sun and Moon come out? Two that was like two years ago? years ago. Yeah. Literally the last game I played on my 3DS was Sun and Moon. Uh, closed it. Opened it up. And it still had charge. Nice. I hadn't opened. I, I figured that would drain slowly yeah. over two My years. My switch drains way quicker. Than yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. Uh, the other big one in November was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. I know Patrick, you and I played it. Rob, have you gotten to it? Kyle, did you ever? Did you finish it? I know you said yesterday or yesterday's no, podcast, the Sekiro. You can also uh, you sign up for that Origin thing. You can basically like rent it for a month. Yeah, it's a good way to play that. I game. bought it in a fit of optimism. <laughs> And now have not played it. Have okay. not played it. I, I installed it and I was like, that's gonna be great. I can't wait. And then haven't. I no. got through the opening where you get off the oh, that opening's good. Yeah, it's good. Uh I just haven't been back because then Pokemon was Other that games, same yeah. way. Yeah. I, I, I liked I, it. I liked it. I, I still like it. I think it's on my list. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's on my list. Too. I like Star Wars enough, and I yes. think that there are some endgame stuff that I'm not gonna spoil here actually. Uh, Unless you're watching watch. a Thanksgiving <laughs> Xbox watching. commercial, yeah, uh, that I think is cool enough. That that I I think like the big moments in that game are big enough and cool enough. That whatever my like complaints about the middle of that game, which are meaningful complaints about the the kind of biggest levels. Yeah, there's a whole planet, which is the third of the game that I didn't even like. Yeah, and the I whole think red that's, planet. Yeah, uh, I think that it's yeah Dathomir. I I the one that I didn't like as much was Boromir. No, it wasn't Boromir. <laughs> That's the that's the ice Legolas. one. No, the, yeah, the first ice one. Whatever the first. Yeah. Not not. The, yeah, no, not the yeah, late game. Not the thing. late game yeah. one, but the other one. I uh, see. I like. I liked. I one. liked the bulk of it. What I didn't like was when you went underground. Or maybe it was cat. Was that Kashyyyk where you go underground? Anyway, both of them. Second half of Kashyyyk is great. Second half, half of the game. Yeah, second half of Kashyyyk, fantastic. Anyway, first part of Kashyyyk is just okay. Uh, well, you're, well, you're in that like imperial. Uh, yeah, where uh, factory or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, the point is, there were some down moments in that game, but I still think overall, I, like, I, 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 I never got this, and like, yeah, no, there's, the main character sucks ass. Yeah. Um, but I actually, I, a thing that I will call out here, and this is like a light spoiler, is it is a game that treats Order sixty six in a way that I that it's the first time we've. I think like Clone Wars has probably touched it in this way too, or like some of the animated stuff. Sure, yeah. but like it treats it like trauma. Yes. Uh, that it treats it as like a serious thing that people lived that. Uh, you know, most people died. It wasn't just people, a plot. Jedi it's not just a plot through. point. Yeah, and like, hey, this scarred people. This left people feeling, you know, uh, you know, gave them survivor's guilt. It changed their relationship with people that they were close to. It it brought them in conflict with loved ones. Um, and th- it does that stuff really well. Forced them to give up the force. Yeah, you know? totally. I mean, totally. That like, stuff is all really fantastic. Um, and so, uh, shout outs for that particular beat that it worked I, well. So it's interesting because. Uh, 
their uh, I think uh, Gene Park or Washington Post. What was it called? The Launcher. It's like their vertical. Yeah. yeah. Um, he had an interview with uh, one of the writers in the game, or I don't know exactly who, but basically like that stuff was almost all cut. Like the whole, there's a slight spoilers. There's like a sequence where you like live through part of order. That whole sequence is great, which is maybe one of the highlights of the game. Um, uh, was almost not kept in the game because it was like outside of like the game flow, but they like all of the outside of the game flow stuff is great in that game. All of it. There's like four or five sequences. And I wish there was more of me too. That stuff is fan and is, is more linear and is just well-directed, beautifully lit, has like great pacing. I wish there was more sequences with there is a, your uh, uh, your mentor. Me too. Like like just instead of just oh I'm unlocking a new power, stick me in this box and learn it. Like yeah. let's go spend an hour with him. Go and, on an adventure together. Let which me actually, be that's, his that's a lot of what that game is missing. Is like I wish there were side quests with your crew. Yeah, me too. I wish there like, were compan- actual companions. Actual companion there's quests. That, there's that, that sequence where you're traveling. Go take go take us to like some some bar and then like or to the very least like sit down and like chat with these people yeah, like yeah. the only thing the game has is like these very strange optional conversation things like when you land on a planet they'll stand in front of the the ship and then a Kate like there's actually like one or two times in the game where you get a dialogue choice like they yeah. have a dialogue choice UI that they use like three times it's very weird which makes me think that maybe there was like but why would you build that if there weren't plans to do something yeah. more with that um because I like the crew. They seem like they're set up to have, they, you know, some of them have very interesting backgrounds, but you just don't get it. There's no opportunity is, to sit with them. There's a moment when you're leaving Dothamir where there's another character with you who's like conversing with you as you fight your way off of Dothamir. And that wor- that is my favorite part of Dothamir. Uh, I don't know if you remember the yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, wow, there's another person to talk to. There's yeah. just another character who's getting characterization who is who's like a, sh- a really cool character mm-hmm. uh, and is like teasing Cal and there's a relationship here. And it works, and I wish that that happened throughout that game more. Like, I, again, part part of the reason that Dark Souls does the thing it does, which is, like, you're alone in the world, is because those are games about loneliness. Those are games about separation. Those are games about fragility. Those are games, like, that's not what this game is about. No. And, like, it could be filled with, with more people. Do you think there's a reticence in, among game developers to lean on these more traditional modes of storytelling because there is such a what is the medium's unique strength yeah, like yeah. discourse yeah. like 10 15 years ago when a lot of people were in their yeah when a lot of people were in their formative no stages scenes. of their career yeah, yeah that that shit like yeah, rejecting yeah, yeah. that stuff and it's like they are but they are different brushes you know in the in in the tool set yeah uh and they can have different effects but or, that's this is the first time i've heard about like narrative elements being on the chopping block because people are like, oh, I don't, this doesn't fit with what the rest of the game is. And it's like, that's how pacing works. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. And the answer, the answer there for me is like, if that is the reason, then I think yeah. they're misunderstanding. I think that they're misunderstanding what the form is because yeah, it's not an open world like action moment when you're doing that flat, the order 66 flashback, or there's a, there's a sort of a, a prophecy sequence that I think is super, super yeah. good. Um, that has an all-time good, like, scene transition, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that, it only works as well, in some ways it only works as well because it is a unique, you're entering this new unique mode of narrative format. Like, I, I, I probably wouldn't love the purely linear game. I kind of talked about how the best moments of the game are those more linear moments, but part of it is like you know you're in something special. Part, it, part of the sequence is similar uh, Rob, to what's the maze in control? 
the oh, ashtray yeah. maze. The ashtray maze. There are some se- there's a se- specific sequence in Fallen Order that aesthetically plays with some similar ideas in a way. We somehow did not talk about the ashtray maze. Don't, we I don't about want to hear about no, it. No, 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 I appreciate no. it. But it's it is a it is <laughs> that is like, I won't, I, this is the thing I've it heard is, is so like so fucking good. cool. Yeah, that is like one of the things that's pulling me forward in that game. It's being oversold a bit. Ooh. It's still fucking cool. Okay. It is. But I appreciate this as someone who's about to play it because that means that I will go and do it with more realistic expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Speaking bro. of realistic expectations, Star Wars Fallen or Jedi Fallen Order, eh, pretty good. Pretty good. And, you know, I love Star ne- Wars. It's it gonna be my never list. I got... like killing those bounty hunters. I think I think that the weird transition that happens when you go to the bounty hunter place and you get da, 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 yeah. weird. They like tr- really like the bit in Bloodborne where you get kidnapped. Kidnapped. And like, what if we could do that in Star Wars? They kind of did it. Didn't S- yeah, super would, work for yeah, me. The, the way but I like fighting those bounty hunters. I like it when those bounty hunters show up and you're like, man, fuck these guys. But it's like the way that game handles it is strange because. So to explain, yeah, like, sorry, you, yeah, you essentially you get a bounty on your head, and then at various points going through old parts of the game, where maybe you're just trying to, you know, get back for, to your ship, or get yeah, your ship, you look or for, look for a, treasures, yeah. and like find secrets. Like all of a sudden, like named enemies show up and are bounty hunters out to get you. But if you die in that sequence and go through the exact same area, they won't be there. They won't be there. <laughs> it's super it's weird. Really like strange. Bosses. I like it. it it very much felt like someone was like, how do we get ba- – there's no bounty hunters in this fucking yeah. game. Bounty hunters are important in Star Wars. How do we get some bounty hunters in here? And again, what if there's like random mini-bosses? Okay, so randomly, uh, a few weeks ago, I was like, you know, uh, during your more Star Wars yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like call to arms, yes. I was Thank like, you. I just want a fucking Star Wars like heist movie, like Thief or something. And someone recommended like, hey, uh, Timothy Zahn basically wrote Thief but Star Wars, a oh. uh, book called Scoundrels. I know – Oversells it. Yeah, He's not course. thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy Zahn doesn't have thief. Those in chops. I like thief yeah. a lot. I like Timothy Zahn a lot, but like, uh, just isn't interested in characters that way. He's never been a really character focused uh, writer. But it is a very clear example of Timothy Zahn wanted to write a sci fi high story. And using the Legends universe, just jammed into like, okay, so like, Two days, two weeks after the death, the first Death Star was blown up, Han and Lando break into this crime lord's like super secure vault using a team of ragtag, Hell yeah. uh, like specialists that you've never heard of before or since, or their tie-ins with other Zahn works, <laughs> right? Um, or right. Aaron Alston works, but like they all come together. These characters do not know each other. Or they've contrived, like, these characters will somehow meet later in the series, and this time it'll be their real meeting. But, like, for now, their paths are crossing. But it's just very funny the degree to which it is just, like, a publisher probably wouldn't have published the – I want to make – I want to do a sci-fi heist book. Yeah. But if you put a Lando <laughs> sock puppet on yeah. one arm and a Han Solo <laughs> sock puppet on the other, I'd be like – Hey, let's break into this. Let's break into this crime lord's vault. You mean the Black Sun crime lord? Yes. I love this video in control. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, That's that's how it feels. It's like Han like saying really un Han things. And it's like, okay, sure. You guys are doing the. Whatever you got to do to make this happen. Yeah. Whatever you have to do in order for me to realize that I need a lightsaber to get through this, whatever, to steal a lightsaber from a Jedi and then. Whatever, which is not probably what happens, but no, actually, a guy already has a stolen lightsaber. See, there you go. That's, that's <laughs> it. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, I never got tired of deflecting. Me either, uh, dude. When you get to the, there, there's there's one room uh, towards the end of the game where there's no way to get up. 
Yes. To, uh, they're uh, like uh, the like the jail cells. Yes. You you get into a yeah. jail cell and there are like twenty st- yeah. like stormtroopers and it's such a you. It's probably maybe the best enemy sequence they set up in the game because specifically you have yeah, all, all really good. you have all of these stormtroopers that you can't reach, um, and you have one guy on the ground chasing after you, and he's a powerful enemy. He's like he's a dude that will fuck you up if you're not paying attention, and so you you're you're running from him trying to get one or two hits in while at the same time timing your shots to like take out these uh, stormtroopers who can't do that much damage to you. They can mostly just like interrupt your attacks yeah. but that's so you, but that's so you think you're going in to like hit this 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 heavy dude and then like <clears throat> boom like hitting the back and you're like you asshole and it's like dink 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 and then so i take out the main guy and then you've got like six left and you're just just standing there like a fucking badass like yeah. you just stand there and go dink shoot me yeah shoot i fucking me, hope you will. shoot me yeah. <laughs> dink ah ah yeah it's i'm great. actually uh i'm sure this uh, probably happened by the time this goes up but I pitched EA. I was like, hey, can I talk to whoever is the person who wrote all the extremely funny lines yeah, for the Stormtroopers when they get fucking scared? And they're good. like, we'll run up the chain. And they came back. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find you someone. <laughs> good. Like, good, good, it's good. It's exciting. Uh, I just want you to know the thing that you're describing is Dark Souls 2. That is the experience <laughs> wow. you just described. Minus the, instead, instead of being able to go dink and hit the blaster uh-huh. back, what I did is throw a fucking lightning bolt at those people after I was done what, fighting. Magic them. users. Okay. Not just, no, holy. It was faith. I was a faith build. Uh, Very good in that game. Or it was at launch. Anyway, uh, that is the last really, really, really big one for this year in terms of big releases. I know we skipped over stuff, and I want to like, we'll do a, a quick go around. I will say from December, the stuff that, is either out now or still to come that we haven't talked about yet. Phoenix Point, which are you going to put time into that, Rob? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, a few colleagues. I've seen have some mixed, some it. mixed response. Critics seem to like it. The audience seems not to. Yeah. So uh, the so Paul Dean uh, wrote a really positive review on Eurogamer. Yeah, and like really, I like Paul's like. Right. Critical like, perspective. Right. And so, like, that made me feel a lot better. The other thing that I've been getting a lot is it's just a really janky, not XCOM. And that's the thing. It's not XCOM. It's not trying to be XCOM. In many ways, it's diverging from what modern XCOMs are. Uh, but nevertheless, there is a ton of. It is not a very well made game in a lot of ways, but there's a lot of good design ideas yeah. in it. So that seems to be the impression. I need to spend time with it. Me too. Um, because I think my suspicion is sounds like a really interesting miss. Right. But mm. it is a game that I really want to check out and and just see. There are so many neat little ideas in terms of like like this is a game that has like the Valkyria Chronicles system of aiming where you like actually aim and mm. The enemies have different armor points and like weird. Do, yeah, it's very weird. Uh, and there's not like a random chance to hit in the same way. It's like uh, there's an inner all of your shots have an inner circle and an outer circle, and it's fifty percent chance to hit the inner circle, fifty percent chance to hit the outer circle. Basically, when you pull the trigger, okay. and so if you can line up the inner circle hundred percent on someone, you're gonna hit them. But a lot of bigger weapons, you know, a Gatling gun or whatever, is not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to do that as well. And yeah, like that is neat, but I don't know if it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just haven't played it to to know. The other big December release for me is MechWarrior Five Mercenaries. I guess you could spoil the embargo now on this podcast, right? What do you mean? What's the what the? Well, you could say if you like the game or not. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, 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 totally. Because like, this isn't coming out for a while. Right. And the answer is, I don't know yet. Ah. Uh, well, sort of. Okay. It's, I have been very frustrated with that game. Mm. I guess I have, let me see. I, I, I've put like a meaningful amount of time into it. Oh, I can't tell because it's on the Epic Game Store. That doesn't give me an hour count. Uh, but I played 
a couple dozen hours, like 15, hour, 15 20 hours. Oh, maybe? wow. Okay. And you still don't know. There are things about that game that there's things that that game does really, really well. I think that it, there's a sense of scale and like power in these machines that is really good. It gives a sense of like physicality to the to the destruction. You know, you're walking into a frontier city and like you have a mission to destroy the city. And it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do that by like blasting rockets at the top of the skyscraper and causing like all of it to come cascading down. I'm going to like march through the retail district of the small town and just like in this huge mech just shatter everything. Feels great. Um, like it, it does feel great. It doesn't feel like flimsy. Like no, that, that stuff a... feels good. Okay. It really does. Um, my my biggest complaints are twofold, and they just the thing is they literally today put out a big rebalance patch of that game, mm. and so I could go home tonight and feel way better about some of this stuff. One is you're too you're too <clears throat> capable against enemies. Um, my favorite mech warrior and BattleTech World stuff. Communicate. This is true, maybe for mechs in general. In general, for me, is like I think a four-on-four fight or an eight-on-eight fight should feel terrifying, and you shouldn't have the thing of like there are twenty battle mechs against against seven that are really strong, and the seven can win or something like that. Like the my my favorite stuff in the in the genre is that like every machine is potentially a source of death, and I think BattleTech again we haven't talked about it all this year or in this game of the year thing but i think actually could theoretically crack my top 10 because of how much i love the dlc i am just saying it's ineligible for this year i'm like, not to me i'm just, not just discussing yeah it. i i put so much Didn't time into it this it year had very right? good it had three expansions just yeah, had you're, expansions. you're good he you just can... doesn't he wants to get himself a slot back uh, so yeah, <laughs> not, I, which i get but right now it's in my top 10 uh and it's in my top 10 because as it's gotten better one of the things it's done is made it so that like light mechs are still really deadly MechWarrior 5 is the opposite. Like, even in a medium mech, nothing can fucking touch me. I'm just, like, unstoppable. You're fighting, in some missions, a dozen mechs without really being in harm's way. And it's so weird because this is a team... I mean, it's weird and it's not weird. This is the team that made MechWarrior Online. And when I think about playing MechWarrior Online, the thing that distinguishes that game or past MechWarrior multiplayer games from other first-person shooters is there's a degree of, like... um, you know, in Call of Duty, you get into a gunfight. Even in, even in Battlefield, you get into a gunfight. It goes wrong real quick. You're dead. You know, maybe Battlefield, there's a chance of getting back and maybe getting to a medic. But most of the times you get knocked out and a medic maybe finds you and can heal yeah. you. In Battletech, or sorry, in Mech Warrior games, you come over the hill and you like a stream of rockets hits you or a stream of missiles. And someone locks onto you and you get missiles in your face. And you're like, oh shit, my armor is falling apart on my shoulder. Let me tilt the other way to show them my good shoulder so that the bad shoulder doesn't get you know torn apart. This is all I remember of Mech Warrior 2, which right. is the and only one like, I've played. And you like... skirmish a little bit and you're like, oh, I'm going to back the fuck off because otherwise they're going to just crush me. Let me try to come out at a different angle. And there's just like great like tug of war where you feel like two big armored knights slamming against each other, hoping that the other's armor gives away. And this is not that. This is it's an action game. This is like mech assault in yeah. a lot of ways, where it is an action game. And like there are missions where I'm. This is what I was saying to you at the beginning of the day. Was there's a mission type called War Zone, where you've been paid to kind of protect a, a town and clear out some enemies nearby, and then keep clearing out waves. And it is literally like a horde mode, like Ooh. a wave base. And I, it's like, oh right, this is a team that makes a multiplayer game. Right. They've never made a single player game before. There is authored single player content. Like so, it's a it's a it like BattleTech. There's like a space map that you're like a galaxy. Map map and you are uh, kind of doing a bunch of proc gen missions to build your reputation and when your reputation like levels up you unlock a new story mission some of those story missions have been good some of those story missions have had really cool moments um, but by and large like eh. and so 
I don't think it's going to crack my top 10, but I could go home tonight and play it again and be like, oh, shit. They fixed, they've, they've adjusted the balance in a certain way. The, the patch notes literally talk about the all of the complaints I'm having. So it's like hmm. they released a beta with like five random right. missions for people to play. And I think the response to that was everything I just said, which is this is not what this, these people want. These people want that same experience they had playing MechWarrior yeah. online but in single player. And but that relies on like having good AI. <laughs> that relies on things that are not just like tweaking the dials. Right. So we'll see. Um, I'll also just say, and you and I will probably talk about this a little bit more next week once the embargo comes. I mean, by the time people listen to this last week or the week before, yeah, it's going to be weird. You're going to get yeah. more informed impressions from a podcast that runs earlier. Yeah, than this. <laughs> which is weird. Um, but Whatever. but BattleTech. I mean, for Patrick's sake, because I know Kata, you played BattleTech. Yeah. Rob, you've played. You've obviously played BattleTech. In fact, you played the, the tabletop game years ago. That's a world that that's a setting from the '80s, written by a bunch of white dudes originally, who had a very '80s idea of what like a cool world was, and that meant that there was like there was a Japanese a space Japan where everyone was like adhering to Bushido, but also they were cyberpunk. But also they were cyberpunk, and there was <laughs> because a, why why not right. why not both? There was space China, and they're all like backstabbing like and they're backwards and fucked up and laughable. Yeah, and like yeah, and, and ineffective and 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 a feat like, and then. There's like the badass European and American stand-in nations who have their issues, but you know, the fascists have cool, cool uniforms, don't they? And like that vibe. And BattleTech, the Harebrained Schemes game, managed to continue that world while still situating all of those problems uh, of the of the world inside of the world, in the sense that you like you never met someone from the Draconis Combine who was like, ah, I'm too afraid to to lose Geary to make this mistake. Geary is like a a, a Japanese word that means face, like okay. loose face, but that often gets used in cyberpunk sure. and and Western fiction because it's untranslatable. There are multiple BattleTech novels that are all about a proud warrior torn between ninja. And Geary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's oh this exact, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so BattleTech, right? BattleTech gets away from that, or situates it such that you're like, "Hey, the Draconis Combine, yes, has its roots in Japanese culture. Yes, it was like a, uh, filled with Japanese people, but it's actually a very diverse place. And while there are still, you know, parts of their culture driven by that, it's a stereotype almost to think about it only in those terms. Um, and and ways to write with the ethos, but without the stereotype." That is not this game. This game is like, time to drop in on these fucking uh, Draconis Combine House Corrida Samurai. And, you know, they broke the code of Bushido. And now you're the one to make their Ronin. Yeah, exactly. And it is like, it is like heavy metal, like, and I, metal is fine, but it's that vibe versus the sort of like uh, orchestral score driven the like uh, uh, kind of a little bit more thoughtful world world building. This is just like, let's lift that world and drop it in here. Fuck it, man. Like don't trust a house Liao because we know they're all backstabbers. Don't kowtow to them. Quote unquote. Like it's that it is that vibe that is like, Oh, you are really, uh, and it's so funny in a way to see Battletech two years ago or last year and bat and, and now mech warrior this year where it's like, it turns out having a, a really, really, really strong writing team helps a lot. So yeah. I don't know. But I'm also – who know? I don't even know how far into the game I am. I have no idea how big this thing is. I'm going to go home this weekend and play some more of it and mm. see if it changes my mind. But we'll see. Anyway, at this point, you know, it's getting late. Let's talk about games we didn't get to, games we may have skipped over from our lists. Let's see. Uh, Stuff that you want to play more. 
Um, Sunless Skies. Sunless Skies, a game I needed to play more of. Cool narrative. I think the game part of it might just be too slow to unfold for me. That again, yeah. it's like you love it, the narrative stuff. I love the narrative. I love the style. I love the vibe. But like, man, does it feed you the story by the teaspoon? Yeah. And I'm like. I gotta get like sorry I can't just cruise over this like beautiful painted map for hours like I yeah. need to like I need to go. Um, I have one Pathologic Two, a mm. game that at this point I think is fair to say is a market failure. Yep. It doesn't seem like more of that game is coming. I made the bad decision of like I'm gonna wait until it's all the way released because my understanding at the time of, of launch was like oh there's big DLCs coming that are gonna add different characters and stuff. I want the whole and buffet. The game, the game bombed. The game bombed, which is a bummer because I really liked the original Pathologic. Um, yeah, I think Icepick had to like lay off a bunch of people, yeah. right? So, um, from what I've played of it, it is it is a good sequel to that game. And the same way that Shenmue Three is a good sequel to Shenmue Two, uh, and it is it is it is one of my I'm like frustrated at myself that I didn't find the time for it in the right. middle of the year. Like I feel like that was like a a I mean. As people now know, my year is very weird and and hectic and like trying to make plans. Uh, I, I I still feel bad that I didn't find the time for the sequel to a game I really liked a lot. And it's too bad that the uh, – well, I don't know. Like, you know, they, they in some ways relented on the mainstream criticism of the game about its – The difficulty The difficulty stuff. and the, yeah. the inaccessibility, which I – you know, when I've read, you know, quotes of the designers of that game saying like, well, that's the point. Like yeah. actually like failure – is a not a failure state. It's a it's a you know it's a that's, step on the path. It's a step on the is path to a, is to get a, a, an end game. Um, and I yeah, you know a, you know I, I don't know if that stuff built in there from the beginning would have changed anything. I don't know if that would have been you know given people more of an option, more of a window in. Um, but I don't, that first game was such a weird thing. It's almost just a minor miracle that a sequel happened. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Kato, Rob, any other games we've skipped over that are standing out? On your list or, or... Oh, uh, yeah, Unity of Command 2. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, just great tactics. I talked about it just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, Still want to play it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, it's, I think, toward the bottom of my list because it's just... There's been a lot of like re, like great stuff that caught me by surprise this year. Mm-hmm. Um Unity of Command 2 was a slightly more familiar quantity, but still, it's, uh, again, it's cool to see refinement and evolution. Yeah. Uh, one for me, uh, Mutazione, is a game I wish I'd put more time into. Uh, beautiful, gorgeous game um, about kind of connecting with your heritage. Also, if your heritage was like a cool island where mutants lived um, <laughs> uh, and also some gardening. Um, uh, it is it is so beautiful and the, and the soundtrack is fantastic and it fits it. I, you know what I wish I, I would have done Rob is when you, you were talking about after party, I should have been like, you should go play Mutazione because I feel like that feels like it's picking up some of that hair, not heritage, but like the, the, the legacy of, of um, what was the name of that previous game? I always forget the fucking name of what the pre, from the after party developers, oxen free, the oxen free or, or even night in the woods style 2d, like walk around visual novely stuff. Uh, here's the thing that we didn't talk about that should at least get a shout out. Dicey Dungeons. Dicey Dungeons. Dicey Dungeons. Fuck. That game was fucking great. Fuck. I gotta look at my list. <laughs> yeah. Right. I Dicey just Dungeons realized. I was like just great. going through my Steam list. Like, what else did I play this year? I was like, oh fuck, we didn't even touch on Dicey yeah, Dungeons. I, I like. I did. I did the one uh, run. I beat the like first run. Beat the first character. Right. 
and then was like, I want to play this game yeah, on, on Switch. Switch. Same and thing. So yeah. I set it aside, and they a couple weeks back announced that they were doing one for, but it won't be till next summer. So the 2020 game of 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. add to the list. yeah, add it to the list. Uh, uh what the golf? What the uh, golf? The golf. I fell off of it. I think I. I you made a mistake. Yeah, your, your completionist thing. I'm a completionist thing. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. That's what it was. Still uh, good. Still good. I yeah, I think we enjoyed my time with we it. We recommended at the time. Don't do that. Like try. Like just it, move forward. Well, no, it is it is worth one is worth attempting to do the extra goals at each hole. Yeah, but like I encountered one recently that felt like it aired way too much on luck, mm. and I tried it four or five times. It was just like, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. I'm moving on. So for me, it's not, I didn't get stuck because of my completionist thing. I just burnt out. Sure. I wish I just, yeah. all the time I spent doing those side ones, I wish I got a little bit deeper yeah. instead of, or a little bit, I wish I would have had a broader experience instead of a deeper experience yeah. with the content that I had, if that makes sense. But yeah. it's really good. It's, yeah. uh, it's yeah. a, it started on Apple Arcade, but it's on um, a bunch of other, it's on the Epic Game Store and I don't know if it's on Switch yet, but I know it's coming there. Ring Fit? Patrick? Mm. Yeah, that's, you know what? Huh. I, cannot, I didn't have it on this list. Oh, shit, that fucks everything up, because that actually might be the game of the year. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Ring Fit Adventure what is... What level are you in that game? Uh, it's world four, uh, I think, four or five. Did um, you unlock the skill tree yet? No. Wow. There's a skill tree yeah, in that game. There's a skill game. tree like yeah. 20 hours into the game. Um, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, Ring Fit Adventure is... I think a really tremendous accomplishment on Nintendo's part. Um, it is it is a really wonderful successor to Wii Fit, whereas Wii Fit was like, fitness is a curiosity. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure is like, well, how, how do you use engagement as, like, you know, the, 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 the notion of gamifying exercise existed long before Ring Fit Adventure, but Ring Fit Adventure is a game that understands, like, bodies, understands different bodies. Um, I haven't touched on this stuff, but apparently has lots of really good accessibility options. Awesome. If, um, you come to the game with uh, different needs and uh, it's, you know, like in the, you know, I didn't really write a review of it, but in my sort of impressions piece, it recognizes that you might be ashamed of exercise. It recognizes you may not understand exercise and like walks you through that in a way that is like very respectful. Even though it's a game, it isn't shameful about like you like messing up. There's, there's none of, there's none of that here. Um, it's a game that really wants you to engage with what it's got in front of you. Um, and like, it's a game that like has transformed on some level, my relationship with my own body. And it's like, that's like a really profound thing for a game. Especially for someone like someone who has done other types of fitness stuff before. So like to some degree, to some degree, it's like, the pitch, the the dream pitch for that game is like, oh, if you've never done if you've never done fitness stuff before, then this could be a doorway in, and like that's the story I almost expect to hear. Yeah. But for someone who's like, you run every day. Yeah. Right. But like, and yet this still has changed your relationship. Yeah. Because like as, as I like wrote in my piece, it's like I running is easy. It came natural to me. There wasn't a lot of effort involved. It's just go out and do it. But like upper body stuff. uh, it's like I would try and watch a video. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I felt ashamed about it and then didn't want to pay to hire someone. <laughs> like I don't want to do it in front of a person. Right. Like that didn't feel good either. So I just ignored it. And I was like, I'll just, just do this one thing that I know how to do. But I want it to be more well-rounded. And like this game understands that. Like, you know, it does small things. Uh, like, you know, tells you to like push your armpits. Or it says like uh, – like, Pretend you're squeezing something in your armpits. And, like, once you do that, it's like, oh, I can this feel that feels muscle completely group. Yeah. different right. than what I was yeah. doing before. It, like, 
understands the observations it should be making about your body. And uh, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, fuck, yeah, I cannot believe I didn't, I haven't updated, see, this is, I haven't updated this in a couple there of weeks. Go. There's your problem. <laughs> um, and there's a good chance that might be, that might be number one. That might break through. Um, uh, or certainly right near the top because it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really well done. You know, it's got some problems. I wrote about this just for Thanksgiving. It treats all exercises the same. Um, right. So I come into it with a high level of endurance for cardio stuff. And so when I started the game, I was like, oh, I should put the difficulty up. Um, but it, the difficulty is flat in Ring Fit Adventure. So you can't treat You can't ab- be a cardio six. Right, and it's then... not like, like ab, ab workouts, cardio, right, yeah. arms are all treated exactly the same. And it's, so the, the example I used was like when... Um, uh, I got a uh, plank for the first time, um, uh, and you know, so pl- tra- traditionally, pl- traditionally, planking is like you, st- you lay down, you put your uh, you know elbows in front of you, and you you kind of like you're doing a push up, <clears throat> yeah, similar to a push up, um, and you stick your ass in the air, and you're supposed to stick it up there as long as you can. Um, my, when I was telling my mom about this game, she was bragging how at some point she could do it for four minutes, and I was like, "What the fuck, <laughs> Jesus!" Um, and this game you do it for like like three to five seconds and then you go back down and you do it over and over again. Um, well, it's like I'd set it high and then I come across this and it's like, hey, why don't you do 22 planks what? in one wow. sequence? Because that's what I have the other... And, it, and like that difficult... I have it set to like hard and like that's fine for like some of the upper bodies. Like I, I'm able to manage it but like a plank is like extremely... It's like really difficult yeah. um, especially if you've never done one before. Like it's, it's just a part of your body that you're not used to like lifting and sustaining. So I did... 52, 53 of them in like a 10 minute span because that was just the, the yellow ab workout I'd had as a combat option. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I felt like shit for the next couple of days in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But also, but what I would have preferred is like, I want that, like, I want to tune down the ab one right. to like easy. So it's like I do six of them. I don't need to do 22 of them. And the game doesn't have those options. So it just treats yeah. it like, oh, you're getting better at, at exercise. Mm. It's like, well, no, that's not actually true. Right. That's not how it works for people. That's not people how it works for people. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, now, now, granted, you can just not include it in your repertoire, but it's like, that's not what I want to do. I do right, want to do right. planks. I just don't want to do 22 of them. Yeah. The, the good thing about the difficulty, though, is that it keeps asking you how you felt the, yeah. the session before, and it doesn't... So were you able to tell the game, like... I wished I was dead. Well, <laughs> well, but I, but I didn't. But I didn't know. Now I just deal with it. Now what I do is just cycle the. Like basically, if I do the plank once, it's like cool. I've done it for the session. Right. And I'll just do other ab oh, yeah. workouts. Yeah. Because uh, I I want to keep all the others at the difficulty level I have it. If I was to make those easier, then I'd be getting less out of the workout than right. than I wanted. Right. Uh, but the the way that it like presents or asks about like difficulty, it's it's uh, always like either way, and it like never shames you if you have to no. pull, it, pull it back down. It even says like if you're being overworked, like it's okay to bump it down. You can bump it up and down like however you want, and it's actually really a really great way to like. I've never exercised regularly. Right. I've been doing this like every day for like the last sixteen days, oh, except yeah. for nice. the weekends. Sure. I take the weekends off. Yeah, yeah fair. Uh-huh. But uh, being able to be like, I'm okay at this level. I'm gonna bump it up a day and like, I'll try it have out. Have that progress, like, but also it, yeah, yeah like it's um, it's been really, really great, and uh, the, it's like, it's also like a good, like the right, just the right chunk of time. It always feels like the only problem <laughs> I have with the time investment part of it is uh, the RPG stuff, which I, I had my wife try it because she was uh-huh. really interested in giving. She was like, this looks really fascinating, and I, she's like, I want to do more upper body stuff. And she like got like thirty seconds into like, like the, the people dragging, right, right? And she looked at me. She's like, 
what the fuck? And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is like an interesting... Fuck it. You, there's another menu where you can just do the exercises. Like, you're good. Like, I've... I've right. She, like, looked right through me, and uh, I was just like, let's just... Like, the thing was talking to her, and she's like, what... Why is there an... Katie? I do think the beginning one is long. This is probably the longest, though. And you can't I feel skip like, a bunch of it. Right. So, but, um... So <laughs> there's a lot of RPG mechanics, right? So, like, you can do buffs. So it's like... Uh, if uh, if you're uh, fighting an enemy that is blue, that means like the leg workouts are, which are blue, are gonna be effective. So you can make these uh, smoothies that give you a, a three three exercise uh, buff on those. It's just like it takes a long time to do all that stuff. You spend a right. lot. You could like to move to the left and right. You like kind of give it a quick turn, and if you're turning like from the left side of the like the first thing that you're choosing all the way to the end where the buffs are, where like the smoothies are, your items, like you're like just doing use, this. Just like... use the analog stick. You yeah, can use it during right, the game. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, it just means like to do a, th- a thirty minute workout, like an in game timer thirty minute workout, is an hour. Right. And so like what I wish you could do is I wish there was an app. Like I wish there was a place where like right. I could like. Like, hey, bef- like the night before, like do my prep work, like got all my smoothies made. Like, like I don't, because like I'm in the <laughs> middle. Be like, because what happens is like I'll be in the middle, like I've got my heart rate going. And it's like I just want to keep going. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to fight a bunch of, I'm about to do a boss battle. Now I got to spend five minutes <clears throat> making these fucking smoothies. <laughs> um, and I, or it's like either give me an option to do what it mean, outside gotta- of the game or, uh, it's, but the, you're not getting it. That's just one. Like, you got, you know, you need the repetition. Wait, wait, are you doing it like this? You gotta do it like this. No, 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 I know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> armpits. But, but, you're all, but you're only doing one to get the smoothie out. And right. Anyway, but it's like. Oh, uh, I make them in sets of five for that reason. Well, oh, there you go. <laughs> I can like, see that. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish you could do it outside the game. Or there are, to- there are times legitimately where, like, I, I like the framing. I don't need all the busy work. Yeah. And I wish I could just turn off dying. Like, because you get into a boss right. battle, I had one time where like I got all the way through. Fuck, I didn't. This is before you get um, healing healing items and right. stuff like that. Where it's like I died and I was like, great, I have to do that thirty minute boss fight all over again because <laughs> I didn't make an extra fucking smoothie. Right, like ugh, like just. I was actually surprised that when I died, the game wasn't just like, do you want to get up back, get back up again? I was like, because it's otherwise been like a very right. gentle, n- no failure state sort of thing. It's like, nah, you can go ahead and fight that <laughs> boss again. Yep, buddy. Um, so I, you know, t- I'm. I hope they revisit this game. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know how successful it's been. You know, the lack of attention to Mario Maker, like, makes me nervous. Because, like, what I'd love is, like anything else, like, this should be a service game. Yeah. Like, it should be, like, the difficulty levels for, like, individual exercises. Like, I don't want to wait for the sequel. They should just they should just patch, patch that, that in. in. Right. Um, and so I, I haven't gotten any sense of whether they're going to do that. Um, but I hope it's a game they pay attention to because tweaks like that would make it I'm so curious better. how it's going to do is like a, a holiday gift thing. It feels oh, perfect. It feels right. perfect yeah, for yeah, it. Totally. So. Kind of but suck. you don't want to end up in the Peloton ad situation. You do no. not. You no, you do don't. not. Like, I'm going to buy myself Ring Fit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would feel weird if MK were like... <laughs> Hey, baby, I heard Patrick was really enjoying his fitness journey <laughs> with Ring Fit, so I got you Ring Fit. <laughs> God, the year later, you're, you're showing her the video of you playing Ring Fit, your Instagram story of your Ring Fit adventure. Love it. Well, she's so high, plays in the background. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fucking also, Also a bummer that it can't work with the, the Switch Lite, which makes sense because you're using yeah, the Joy-Cons to track yeah. all the stuff, but... Um, yeah, because it's uh, that can be, can be, it can be kind of a pain to set up. But anything else before we close off our game of the year, big picture? Do we all feel closer to what our lists are? 
I feel yeah. like there's more I need to play. Yeah. I was like, yep. oh, no. I was like, all right, so I came into this room this morning. I was yeah. like, there's like four games I got to play uh-huh. before I lock this list in. Uh, now there's like eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also need to do like the annual, hey, can people recommend small games that I would have like maybe not played because I was focused on capital C content all year yeah. that like right. if I set aside an afternoon, I could play a bunch of really small things. Um this microphone just fell off. Oh, it fell, fell off. Yeah. Okay. It's a sign. That's just a hold, sign. Can we get to the end? Yeah, we can get we to, to the end like this. I can, I can also just do this while you talk. No, I'll, no. Just, hold, I'll just hold it. You hold it. Stop it, Kato. Kato, you're Kato. You're Kato. Kato, just leave it alone. You're fine. <laughs> We're just gonna let it hang. This is like two more minutes. Two more minutes. In fact, less than that. Thank you for listening to us today. Uh, there's a, a whole range of other end-of-year, end-of-decade content, uh, both on the What's Before up? this and after this. Rob is investigating what happened here. It's the, the screw. It's the screw. The screw got I, I was I was sitting playing with it the whole time, and I must have just moved it back and forth. Before and or after this. Probably both. Before and after, what I imagine. Yeah. yeah. I, so I think the last, I think we talked about the last one being waypoints of the decade. Yeah, or waypoints so of the decade. at least something is after this. Yeah, so at least something is after this. Whether this kicks it off News or this is, We'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk about newsrooms. <laughs> 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 waypoints of the decade. For not the, not... Necessarily complimentary reasons. I'm just saying it is an important show. I understand. Yeah, when Robin, when Robin opened that, I was like, well, "What's coming next?" Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but I get it. Yeah, hundred no, percent. He was so right. We'll he was talking right. about our waypoints of the decade, which will be fun. Uh, yeah, if you missed it, we, we've we've had spoiler casts for Death Stranding, for Fire Emblem. Will McAvoy would fucking love Peter Buttigieg. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh, absolutely. Oh, just yeah. a smart lad from a plain state. Yep. God, we'll talk. We will talk in the future about about newsroom, uh, and then and then yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Again, spoiler cast for Fire Emblem for Death Stranding. Uh, uh, what else we got? So like Dark a, Souls. Gonna, I, I finally forced. He had to leave the site in order to get it to yeah. happen. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get Austin. I got to talk notes. About I'm Dark ready Souls to go. too. Yeah, I, I like. I like. It's a. It's a, it's a basically a Souls retrospective. Yeah, it's been a thinking about of Souls. Yeah, th- and think about the future of 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 that sort of subgenre and from exactly. software as a studio and. Some other stuff. So look forward to all that. Or if you've already listened to it, thanks for listening. Yeah. As always, you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash waypoint. I'm at Austin underscore Walker. At Patrick Lubbock. At A underscore Cotto underscore appears. At Rob Zachney. As always, twitter.com slash waypoint, waypoint.advice.com. Thank you to, you know, I think we'll probably do holiday music again this year for this. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We have that stuff in a file <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Let's do absolutely. that again. That's fun. Snow Halation? Uh, oh, God. If we could use oh, Snow Halation <laughs> without getting sued, believe me. I would, I would do it. You know, I would. Are you in the ska version? I, yeah. Maybe I, one of our friends just does like a key shift. Just, <laughs> just slides it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, regardless, uh, if you are having holidays, if you're doing holiday stuff, I hope the holidays go well. If you're traveling, travel safe. If there is bad winter weather because you're in the Northern Hemisphere, I hope that it is okay and you stay warm. Uh, otherwise, uh, regardless, regardless, yeah. in this holiday season, <laughs> fuck capitalism, go home, and happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the mall. Go to the mall. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. But don't you dare shop. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking kick around. Just kind of walk in loops. Oh, so you critique capitalism, (laughs) but you hang out in this mall. (laughs) And smoke clove cigarettes. Yeah. (laughs) God unfriended me. <laughs> A horror story, horror horror tale. That'd be fantastic.